Gonna Go Pizza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Number three overall selection in the 2016 NHL Draft belongs to Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus moves up two positions, five to three, will select third. That leaves Winnipeg and Toronto. The Leafs enter tonight with a 20% chance to win the lottery. The Jets held 7.5% chance to win the lottery. Jets general manager Kevin Chevaldeoff, Maple Leaf president Brendan Shanahan, and Austin Matthews in Finland look to Bill Daly to reveal who will win the first overall selection. Bill? The first overall selection in the 2016 NHL draft belongs to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Even better than the tenth time around, isn't it? Oh, you know what's oh. you know what's great? You know what's great? What's I've great? seen I've seen so many people complain, say, saying that that it's unfair and that the draft is rigged and that Leaf fans are already acting like they won the cup. You, you know what's weird about all those things people are saying is it doesn't take away the fact that the Leafs are the first overall pick. Woo! <laughs> That's amazing. Ah! Now the, oh, the center think, of the universe wins again. Shut up. You're second. We're first. I don't think the Leafs are. I don't think Leaf fans are acting like we won the cup. I think we're acting like we won the damn draft lottery. <laughs> Which is like, good enough. Nobody, by the way, nobody in Toronto has said this is good enough. It's like this is a great next step. All right. Yeah. We know. We know where we're at. Thank you, world. You don't need to tell us where we're at. We realize we've lost a lot. Thank you. Would you rather pick first or not first? The answer's first. Shut up. The answer is always, always first. Now, hang on. Shut up. Here's the first overall pick. Go Leafs. (laughs) I have got one of the best reactions I've ever seen, and it was sent to us by at Hyperbolic Mike and then retweeted by Brendan Shanahan. Yes. I I didn't realize that. uh... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We won. So he tweeted that directly at me, right? At all of us, all three of us. At all of us, yeah. British Shanahan retweeted that. Yeah. Well, don't I feel special? And he's from Arizona. He's a Leafs fan in Arizona. Oh, that's well, why his house is so beautiful and big because houses don't cost as much there, and the weather's so nice, and the grass is so insane. green. Yeah, that guy's dressed like he's at the pool he, or something. He, well, he looks like a very fancy man. You might say he's in, in beautiful, incredibly home. fancy. The, the my favorite part of that video isn't just that he's literally trembling with joy. Oh my god! Shaking at the hands. It's his poor child (laughs) who probably thinks something is wrong with her father. (laughs) His child was definitely terrified. (laughs) That video, by the way, has like, has 132 retweets and 351 likes. Wow, that's not enough. No, it's not, That's is it? Not enough. We it's ran it on uh, we ran it on breakfast television yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like I I went d- digging wow. and obviously that one was that Did he, you tell him that? I don't think I did. I you ran it on Kiss too. Well, was, if you're a listener of the show, yeah. Uh you were on national wait, national? Well, BT's not national. Uh, Toronto wide. Toronto Good and then, enough. and then we ran it in eight markets in on the radio too. There so. you go. But yeah, it was. I mean, that was that was how it felt. The problem right now, I, I'm facing an issue, gentlemen, and I'm hoping you can help me out with this. The problem is that I expected to start the show with a whole bunch of Leaf stuff. Oh yes, but then the Calgary Flames went and did a thing, 
And now that's kind of the top story, but we still have to get mm. to all the Leafs stuff. So do we talk about the Calgary Flames right now? Because I think that's what we should do. No, they know their place on the totem pole. <laughs> Next break. Next break. We'll talk about the Calgary Flames later then. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. No, you want to do it now? No, no, no. Let's let's go Leafs. But obviously, yeah, we got to talk about Hartley because that's that's a big deal. Because that yeah, it is that's interesting thing. I also got some some interesting stuff for uh, for later in the show as well, including some vintage dangle. Oh, no! <laughs> I was tweeting that stuff to... Oh. Uh, vintage Dangle's going to be great. Now, let's let's talk about the, the first the first thing, um, which is the interview that Austin Matthews did mm. after, the, um, after the, the announcement was made. Now, I... I'm I've never play. seen such an enthralled human being. <laughs> he didn't look quite as miserable as Connor McDavid did after the draft. No. However... Um, he didn't look very excited. So here's the number him, one prospect, Austin Matthews, looking on from Finland. What was that like to watch this drama? Yeah, very, uh, very nerve-wracking. But um, yeah, I know a lot of mixed emotions. But you know, it's definitely pretty, pretty exciting to to be a part of. Are you more relieved now, or excited? Uh, I think a little bit of a of both. You know, it's it's nice to have a little bit of clarity. Um, you know, nothing's set in stone, and um, you know, there's still still a ways away from the draft. So, just trying to stay in the moment right now, and uh, you know, enjoy my time here and, and focus on the on the World Championships. How much did you look at the teams with the higher odds, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, like the Edmonton Oilers, and going on down the list? Um, not too much. I, I try not to, to really focus on that and, and kind of stay away. And, um, you know, it, whatever happens, happens. You know, it, it'll work out for itself. Okay, what time is it there right now in Helsinki? Yeah, 3, 3.30 something. Okay. There you go. Go to bed then. AM, so. So God bless Darren Millard, because first off, an interview like that, when you've got, it's called a, like, when you've got a, a double ender, basically, when you've got two, two faces and it's a long sort of interview across, you know, yeah. an ocean, there's going to be a delay. Oh, I don't even like when there's a slight delay on the phone. And no. you're, and you're, and you're just kind of, can I, I hate that. It's awkward. Imagine having to deal with that, doing a TV interview. And, and if anybody, Finland. and then you're doing it at 3 a.m. Finish time. 3.30, yeah. Okay, so here's the difference. Everyone's like, well, why aren't you ripping on him like you ripped on Connor McDavid? Okay, first of all, McDavid looked legitimately miserable. He did, yeah. Not just not excited, which Matthews is kind of just like, yeah, all right, whatever. Indifferent? Yeah, he looks a little he indifferent. Looks, McDavid looked he, legitimately sad. He looks... He looks a little... <laughs> I noticed every before every oh, interview, he, he sucks his teeth a little bit. He goes... A little bit, yeah. It's just, some it's, people have that tick. It's a hockey thing. What I thought about you the think first, so? the first person I thought about was Phil Kessel when because Phil oh, Kessel always he did, did that. He did it a lot. So he did that a lot. I, I don't want anybody to freak out, though. I guess is the point. Well, no, what is he supposed I mean, to say? Well, and also McDavid was here. He was here. It was like seven o'clock, seven thirty, maybe eight o'clock when that happened to Connor. Right. This kid. It's the middle of the night. <laughs> hockey players. Professional hockey players are very particular about their sleep patterns. Like if if you talk to one in the middle of the day, like I had the opportunity to do that a few years ago, uh, mostly with Nike things. But like if you ever talk to someone on a game day, they're looking at their wrist, they're they're looking at the time, looking at their at their phone. That dude, I got a nap to get to. Yeah, I got a nap to get to. And you're talking to this kid before the World Championships at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, I'd act like that too. 
At 3.30 in the morning, you're like, send me to Edmonton. I don't, freaking, I don't care. I don't, who cares? I'll just go. I'll just, just don't go to sleep. You'll go to Edmonton at 3.30 in the morning. Well, and, and there, beyond that, he is trying to stay in the moment because he does want to win the World Junior Championship. Or not the World Junior, just the World Championships. And the, the other thing is, um, he, there, I mean, he's 18 years old. And this is a lot. And I think that, you know, he, you got to imagine that that amount of emotion is enough to shut anyone down. It doesn't matter how charismatic you are. I, I think about myself at 18, having that sort of maturity. There's no way. I, I wouldn't have known what to say or what to do. What do you do? Even if it works out perfectly for you in your own mind and it goes the way that you hoped it did, I don't know how you have an answer for people. So the fact that to me, he answered it that way, fine. It doesn't really bother me. Don't take it as a sign, everybody. Stop being so sensitive. He wants to play in the National Hockey League. Whether it wa- he wants to be in Toronto yet or not, doesn't really matter, because he probably will be. Yeah, I mean, McDavid, I mean, had a great season in yeah, Edmonton. sure doesn't seem to mind aside. Edmonton too much. Nope. Nope. So I don't think that matters. I don't think that matters at all. Can we just talk about, though, how... The Leafs have the first overall pick. This is amazing. This is no, amazing. Not, like, I'm still processing so, it. So, hold on. There, there's a whole overarching thing. There's yes, a couple there's more a players that have been talked about in the last couple days. One signing here, one potentially signing here. I think you know where I'm going. Uh, well, the first one is Nikita Zaitsev. Yep. Uh, he signed officially, um, I think, the max uh, for what he could sign. 925? As, as a, yeah, 925 and an 850 um, performance bonus. I believe that's all the max bonuses. One year, was it? One year. One year. Okay. So that's pretty good. And the worst kept secret in hockey. So <laughs> that's very good. Leafs get a right-handed shot, which they were a little low on. Uh, a young defenseman, offensive-minded defenseman. Uh, you could you can definitely check out all his KHL highlights. Uh, I'm excited. It's good. Good news. Yeah, and the, the 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 scouting report on him is that he can score, he can move the puck, uh, but he's also a guy that is a, a hustle back sort of guy. So he may, I mean, you look at his KHL stats, and a lot of people would be like, "Well, the KHL is a level before below the NHL, so that so players should have this. Um, uh, players should have like shoot the lights out if they're going to make the NHL, right? But the KHL is not the CHL." Right? No, it's a completely different style of play. It's not played on the same ice. Um, it's hard to get a point a game in the KHL. It's, just, it, it's extremely hard to get a point a game. I mean, if you look at Ovechkin, um, of course, this was back in the Russian Super League, which, I mean, most of the teams from there went to the KHL. Um, he was the first overall pick, and everyone was ranting and raving about his goal scoring ability. 18 goals. Full season. 18 goals. Go back and look. Kuhlman, the reason Kuhlman had so much hype before he joined the Leafs, he had 27. Holy smokes. Wow. Wow. Scored more with the Leafs. Scored he, yes, he 30 did. goals with the yes, Leafs. He, yes, he did that one time. Uh, <laughs> that one's... Uh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, you know. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no, Zaitsev, it's, it's great news. It is. Um, and it, you know, it, it adds, like you said, a, a valuable right-handed shot to the Leafs' def- defense. Now, I have... Uh, I have a lot of people. I've been, you know, reading the tweets and that sort of thing. It's funny where people place Frank Corrado because of last season. People really undervalue what Frank Corrado is. I believe. Well, I'm I, because they're they're putting him under like uh, they're they're putting him under. I believe it's Connor Carrick. Connor Carrick. You know what? He very well might be. Really? Gosh, Connor Carrick has looked great with the Marlies, man. He has looked great. Now, but I myself don't know where to place him. I don't know where to place him because of last season. Um, he's going to get a full... 
So here's something I've been thinking, and it's been in the back of my mind for so long. It's it's great that the Marlies are in the playoffs, and it's great that they're going to have a deep run. It's great. And it's great that they're a young team that's able to do that. It's and by great. the way, with Andreas Johnson. Andreas, yeah, I don't even know if he's going to slot in the lineup at all in <laughs> like, these playoffs. Like, There's already a team that has trouble playing all of its great players. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> They someone uh, in a in a scrum yesterday at, at Marley's practice was talking about oh yeah and Krostolov just just uh, arrived he was like the Leafs seventh round pick or something last year I was like oh yeah I didn't even realize he was here and isn't Bracco he walked by me yesterday I was like oh right Jeremy Bracco's here Andrew Nielsen said hi I'm like oh yeah that's right he's here like all the, all the junior players the cavalry has arrived. Like it's it's absolutely ridiculous where was I going with that oh yes so it's great that they're going on this deep playoff run but. They like it when young players have an off season. They like it when they have an off season to get their conditioning up, get their strength up, do a lot of training. When you have a long playoff run, it doesn't work that way. You don't you don't quite get that. And I mean throughout the or- the organization that's what you're getting. The Marlies are probably going to go deep. Mitch Marner is looking more and more like he's going to make it all the way to the Memorial Cup, which, as we all know, goes into freaking August. Yeah. Memorial Cup is the longest tournament ever. Um, And they still do it wrong. Oh, dear. Yeah, they do it wrong. I don't care. That's a different discussion for a different day, but they do it wrong. I just, I hope, I hope all the young players that we're putting so much stock into come out of the gate hot. Agreed. And not slow because... You know, they maybe didn't get as long of an off season as others. Well, I think I think they will because remember these guys are eighteen and nineteen years old. That is true. And that and, is true. and you know, you bring in these guys, you bring in Bracco, you bring in Johansson. I don't think you brought. I don't think or Johnson or how do we how do we Johnson bring, Johnson. Johnson. You bring you bring him in, um, not to sit. So they'll probably spread some of that time out, and they'll probably sit people for certain. Games. I honestly don't know. I don't know if it was the regular season. They, they would yeah, have had to it's anyway. Playoffs. Yeah. It's Does uh, Zaitsev make the team coming out of yeah. training camp? Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a clause in his contract, I believe. If they send him to the AHL, he can go to the KHL. Yeah. Um, and I think it's on loan Is that or a whatever. K- AHL clause? A K- like a Canadian. Oh, uh, Adam. <laughs> Adam. How dare you? An okay HL clause? Uh, <laughs> You're just okay, HL. Oh. Get it? Oh my God. I just. Dingers, baby. Dingers all day. I keep calling TJ Brennan <laughs> AHL McKinnis. <laughs> oh, wow. I, th- I think that's clever. I think that's actually I really that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, so that's that's all good news. Um, now, then it's so overshadowed. Then, I wonder how many Leaf fans even know he's been signed. <laughs> then we have George LaRock, who I didn't know this has a radio show. I think I knew that um, in Montreal, and he said the other day, or he said yesterday, one time opponent of Andrew Peters. That's George right, <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Andrew Peters. Yes, friend of the show. Um, he said yesterday that the Stamkos deal is all but done. Now I don't know how reliable that is, uh, but. There were some major hockey names today coming out and saying that they 150% believe that the Leafs are going to make a run at Stamkos in the summer. Oh, so what? <laughs> I'm going to make a run at going to the moon. <laughs> I'm going to make a run at being the first sports broadcaster to make $20 million in a year. And again, for anybody that's not heard your argument on this, why do you why do you not go for Stamkos? Because there's a lot of people listening to this right now, especially on the radio side, going, are you insane? Oh, why? No, it has nothing to do with the fact that, like, I don't want him. Um, but, like, of course they're going to make a run at him. I, I don't think I've ever said they're not going to. They're going to try. 
Um, but why might why might it not be the best idea? I don't think it's the best idea because Stamkos he's itching to win something. Okay, he probably should have made the twenty ten. Uh, probably should have made the twenty ten Olympic team, and he didn't. Uh, and they won still unbelievably. He was going to be a a key piece of the Sochi team, then and then broke, broke his, his leg. leg. Uh, made it to the Stanley Cup final last year, fell two wins short. Was going to go on another deep run this year. Blood clot. You know he needs to. He wants to win now. Jeez, Tampa might even win without him. Like they're doing crazy good, crazy good. Imagine them getting a fresh Stamkos in the middle of the playoffs. Could they? Uh, it's well. That sounds like it's up in the air. Okay. The last I heard was he probably won't return before the final. Man, they imagine if fresh Stamkos in the final. <laughs> they got to make it there first. They got to make it there first. Tampa's my team in the East. They're, uh, my, they're my one hope for my bracket. <laughs> but like, why would you waste your time on a rebuilding team? Like the Leafs, imagine the Leafs with Stamkos next year, okay? Good. Good. Do they make the playoffs? Maybe. I'll I'll give them a maybe. That's a maybe. An optimistic maybe. A very hard maybe. And then the next year, yeah, I would probably put them in. And then a year after. Like it really, hockey's a big enough team sport that I don't know if one player can really have that huge of an impact on well, your team. I think I think in this case you can. If you're, if you're talking about a player, okay, think about think about how many goals a team scores. Like how many goals did uh, Jesse the 10th place team score this year and the and the and the Leafs? Probably something over What would it be? Maybe like 215, 220? All right. So so take that number and add 50 to it. No, it's that's not how it works. But man. Steve, that's how it works. Even if okay, even if that's you take how it a, works if you're the biggest optimist ever. Even if you take a player out of the lineup that scored for you. So let's say you take a twenty goal player out of the lineup. That's still plus thirty goals. If he scores fifty. The Calgary Flames at ten scored two hundred and twenty nine goals. And the Toronto Maple Leafs at twenty eight scored one ninety two. So Steven Samkos gets you and how and, and, and I don't know this, but how many more wins is that? Depends on his defense and all that, dude. And dude, his opportunity. I know. I know. You're so, looking at this so fa- optimistically, and I won't let myself, Adam. <laughs> I won't let myself. Do you want another report from an ex NHLer? Oh, sure. Patrick Which- O'Sullivan said, "Final comment on the draft lottery: Stamkos will have zero interest in the Leafs. Now, zero chance he signs there. Any reason why? Nope. That's the tweet. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That's a little confusing." <laughs> Well, Patrick, if you want to report something like that, give a reason. I, th- I think the rumor, the last rumor I heard was the Leafs were going to offer seven years, $70 million, so that would be $10 Ten million a, dollars a season. And the hilarious thing there is that would be a discount. He yeah. could make more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and probably James will. is making 10.5. Now, the other thing there is Matthews is a center. Um, Kadri's a center, and he's signed long-term. Bozak. Well, Bozak. Nylander. I mean, he's probably going to be gone. How do you know that? You think so? Uh, yeah. You think so? There's no room. Well, no. If if you're going to sign Stamkos, goodbye. Yeah. You, you got I mean, it. And you, that's and a pretty strong fourth line center, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah making <laughs> over $4 million when your third liner is also making over $4 million. The rest million. of your team is making nine twenty five. dollars And then you got Nylander playing center. Someone told me that the Leafs envisioned him on the wing. I'm not sure where they heard that, but I'll, I'll take Marner it. Marner, too. I've heard that with Marner. They didn't play Nylander at center when he was up here. Yeah, they did. 
Do they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was all the time, but they, oh, okay. they did. And with the Marlies, he is. And okay. I think so. I think Marner, too, for sure. People are like, well, he's too small, but he's like 18. I, I thought he was on the wing, too. But yeah. anyway, the, a big sore spot with Stamkos is that they're not always playing him at center in Tampa. And with Matthews, I don't know. Like, it's funny. People keep saying... Matthews makes it more likely that Stamkos will sign here. I don't know about that. I I kind of feel like it might be less. It might be. He wants the opportunity. And also, like, why not sign with a contender? Is, and, is my biggest thing is why not sign with a contender? And I agree with that. Here's, I here's what I... By the way, you want to do something really fun today? Do, oh. this, do this today, oh. okay? Because you are going to love it. Let's do it. Get on to General Fanager. Don't look at Don't look at the money. Uh, look at the players. That's kind of the point of the side, Adam. Look at the players <laughs> that that the Leafs have, and and you can include Stamkos in this if you want, uh, just be, just for fun because this is what this is, and just try to do a line combination for next year. Include Matthews or Line A, whoever you want to pick. Um, I think it's going to be Matthews, but Matthews or Line A. D- now well, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Um, so j- and just just play with the lines. It is a very fun-looking team. However, oh, yeah. that's just the forwards. I want you to then try the defense. Try doing the defense. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we've got Hunwick and Riley. We've got Gardner and Zaitsev, and we've got... Uh, Marinson and Corrado. Marinson, well, Marinson's an RFA. Corrado, And Carrick. Carrick Victor Louvre. Percy. Stuart Percy. Unproven. Not saying bad. Unproven. Young for a decor. Yes, very, very. young for a decor. And then, and then the biggest glaring weakness, which is goaltending. I still, dude, like I said with Calgary, I, I there's still not a great team, but if you get league average goaltending, you're in there. You're in there. If Bernier plays the way he played from like January onward, and then you get a backup who did better than Sparks did this past season, you're in there. You're in the mix. You're in the mix for sure, Adam. Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. I, I, listen, I want. Here's what I want to do. So that was fun. That exercise is a lot of fun. The next thing I want you to do is temper your expectations. Yeah, we're getting really excited here at Leafs Nation. We gotta relax a little bit. Here's the thing. Okay, Don't be let's, pessimistic. Let's say, but let's say the Leafs, um, the Leafs do better next year. If they don't, yes, let's. If they don't finish thirtieth, <laughs> they've done better. Yeah. Right? Get we, more than 69 points. Exactly. Which, I mean, that's a nice amount of points, but sure. you could have more. You could have more points. Let's say they get more points, and let's say they finish better, which you hope that they would. If the Leafs finish, finish 20th next year, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. I'll be over-the-moon yeah, yeah. ecstatic. And by the way, if they don't even make the playoffs for two more years, that means Austin Matthews will be 20 years old. That means Morgan Riley is 23. That means William Nylander is 21 and Marner's, no, 22 and Marner's 21 or yeah, something like see, that. See, I'm greedy. I'm greedy. I, I'm, I'm down I, for one more year of no playoffs and after that, no, I'm just, screw you. My, my you better point, make it. The point is this, and if they do make the playoffs in that second year or even next year, this is a very young core of players. Oh, yeah. There is lots of time. And by the way, when you have a young core of players, if Morgan Riley and Jake Gardner are the senior guys, this is how young this core is. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be tremendous ups, and there's going to be tremendous downs, and I want you to be ready for that. Can, can I throw something out there? Sure. Is a, lot of, a lot of the teams that have had success over, over the last few years, they seem to have all come up together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa might not They're be like the, a dang. Yeah. It's my team. It's my team. 
Tampa might not be the best example because they've had a little bit of internal strife recently. But like, look at the look at the Kings, look at the Blackhawks, look at the Blues. For the most part, these guys had years to develop together. And that is what I think the Leafs are doing with the Marlies, and it's a very good thing. You develop personal relationships, you develop friendships, um, and you and you bring that with you onto the ice. I think you play better when you're happy. You know what I mean? I agree. But now all of a sudden, you're going to sign someone and be like, here's your leader now. Hmm. Look at me. I am the captain now. That's what Sam Coast is going to do. Yeah. I, now that could work out a-okay. That could be just fine. He could be a great leader. Or it rubs people the wrong way. That's my little tinfoil hat hot take. Throwing it out there. And by the way, possible. same with Tavares in two years. Same or with next year. anyone you plunk into that role. That's And that's what the Leafs did. And Phaneuf is your leader now. There you go. Didn't work. Didn't work. Well, and the constant turnover. And Mikhail Grabowski remarked about it. He's like, it's hard to build any chemistry. And I don't think he just meant on the ice. I mean, it's like, why bother learning the guy next to you's name? He's gone. I used to have this thing called the Toronto Zoo curse. I know I got to bring everything back to the Toronto Zoo. But uh, pretty much every year, they had a guy do a signing at the zoo in the summer. And every single year, whoever that was, was traded within 12 months. Like Clark MacArthur did it. Nick Antropov did it. Different Nick regime. Ponikorowski, or Antrop- uh, all, all the names that you listed. Alexi Ponikorowski. Alexi, yeah. All oh the goodness. names you mentioned, yes. Nikolai Antropov and Alexi Ponikorowski. Darcy Tucker. And there will be more. You you got to look at. I mean, going into next year, it's great that they have guys like Brooks. Like it's great that they have guys like Milan Mahalik, uh, because those guys are especially especially Brooks. Like, but I've heard great things about Milan Mahalik too in in the Sens dressing room. These are character guys that, for at least the next year, are going to be able to take these young guys and and show them. Maybe maybe the young guys are way more talented. But you're going to have guys that are living the right way, playing the right way, creating a great team environment, and you need that. And Sounds that's why that's why they signed Kadri to the deal that they signed him to, because I don't think Austin Matthews or Patrick Line or whoever steps into the NHL on the first line. If I am a if I am a coach in the NHL, I am not letting Austin Matthews just take it. He's got to earn it. Oh, of course. And oh, especially with Babcock, who's used to like not allowing players into the league until they're twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. so you know, yes, Austin Matthews may be the best Toronto Maple Leaf th- th- uh, there is, right? If they draft like currently, right now. Yeah, right currently, away. right now, and he's not even Leafs property yet. He might be the best Leaf that isn't a Leaf yet. He might not even be their guy. <laughs> well, and that, here's another thing. That, so, so do you not? I, I think you got to shield the younger guys. You got to give them lower minutes. Different matchups, you know, not against your like. Let let a guy like Nazem Kadri take on Sidney Crosby. Honestly, I think Babcock plays whoever plays the best for him. Yeah, he plays whoever earns it. And by the way, I, I keep saying this over and over again. And I got a video coming out uh, probably later today, so it might be up by the time you hear this uh, on Zach Hyman. God, everyone, right? I he's a center too. Everyone, no, he's not. Oh, he's, he's not. Uh, oh, okay. right, right wing, right wing. Can you imagine though? Oh my god! But everyone in this organization just loves him, loves him so much. And Babcock said uh, he was se- NHL ready. Seemed to be a pretty big fan, uh, dude. I wouldn't be surprised to see that guy taking first line minutes on occasion with the Leafs. Well, and and what about For Con- Greg McKay? What about Connor Gra- Connor Brown? No one saw it on Connor oh, Brown, who throw- two years ago was the Marley's darling. He just got injured last year, but he he came back and was on fire. You know what? Okay. So, we're very optimistic about all the players we just mentioned. Let me dial it back. You're the Leafs. Mm-hmm. You get the first overall pick. And everyone is screaming at you, Oh my God! 
right. We got the first overall pick. First time since 1985. First time since the Leafs drafted Wendell Clark. Oh, my God. I can't believe that the Leafs have the opportunity to draft Austin Matthews. And you're Brendan Shanahan, and you're going, yes, Austin Matthews. Because what if that's not their guy? And we're going to leave you with that and come back and discuss it on Sportsnet 590 The Fan after this. So what if, what if that first overall selection come June, is it June 27th? 25th. June 25th, let's say that name is not Austin Matthews. Who is it? Well, it's obviously Patrick Liney. Like that, that's your one and two. That's your pretty definitive one and two. Why would Steve Dangle, the Leafs, not pick Austin Matthews and definitely pick Patrick Liney besides his bro, the broest interview I've ever seen ever, which is at sportsnet.ca? Oh, yeah. So I have a little insight on that. Okay. By the way. So I was, I was at CBC for the whole draft lottery thing. I got to hold the Leafs card. Did it feel good? Did it feel powerful? Oh, it felt so great. Ah! Oh, it, it, oh. It was, I could tell the Leafs were in a really good mood. Because their their media relations is usually very kind of tight, and I, I just happen to be standing next to the guy, and, and he shows me. He's like, "Yeah, check it out." Shows me the card. I go, oh, "Can I hold it?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." He gives it to me. I'm like, "No way!" <laughs> selfie, selfie, Amazing. selfie. Oh, so sick. Oh yeah, and then I heard him. He walks down the hall. He's he's on the phone with someone, and, and he says something to the effect of, uh, "Hi." Uh, Wendell, he got the voicemail. He goes, Wendell, this is, uh, you know, so-and-so with the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I guess you're not the most recent first overall pick anymore uh-huh. for the team. And I was like, this guy's on the phone with Wendell Clark. That's awesome. Even if it's just his voicemail, that's pretty cool. Imagine Wendell, being that dude. Wicked dude. So, uh, I, I was there, uh, Patrick Line, literally lie, nay, lying on the floor. <laughs> FaceTiming. FaceTiming, <laughs> headphones and l- just chilling on the floor, you know. Patrick, how are your hands? Big. <laughs> like, really big. Like, he, he seemed, we all know how he seemed. You, you got to check out at Sportsnet.ca. We all know it's how he seemed in that interview. It's so funny. Uh, the finish, Macaulay Culkin, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, but in the best way. <laughs> I was told that they tried to stand him up. And, and, like, they tried to get him to stand up for the interview, and they did. And for some reason, for whatever room he was in, I guess he's in a hotel, it just looked really stupid. And they're like, it, you, you can just lie back down. Wow. And so so it wasn't just him going, I'm doing this on my back. Like he was, they checked out a couple different options and they're like, uh, whatever, go ahead and lie down. Hey, I got people talking. It's pretty weird. Now, people are talking about them being the definitive one and two. And I feel like this happens almost every year, or at least it did for a while. Um, the first was Taylor versus Tyler. Uh-huh. In 2010, Taylor Hall versus Tyler Sagan. It was Taylor Hall all the way, all the way, all the way until a month or two before when they're like, could Tyler Sagan go number one? And everyone's like, oh my goodness. And then, uh, oh no, before that, John Tavares was the first overall pick for a solid two or three years. Yes. (laughs) Until, nope, Victor Hedman. Here we go. Not a lot has been made of that, by the way. Islanders are playing Tampa right now. And it's Tavares versus Hedman in a playoff series. Ta- Tavares still went first overall, though. Still went first so overall. So did Taylor Hall. So did Taylor Hall. So this happens every year, or mm-hmm. this happens frequently. And how often does the, you know who I heard could go first guy ever go first? I remember one, um, I think it was the Redline report reported, we have Matt Duchesne going first overall. He okay, went third, right? Because they had to be just so cool. And yeah, he went third. Nothing against Matt Duchesne. 
But John Tavares. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so I would say the Leafs will pick Matthews first because he's the consensus first, no matter how many people say, oh, but line A, because you're, that happens all the time. You're going to hear a lot of European scouts who have line A ahead of Matthews. And you know why? Because European scouts are scouting who? Europeans. Ah, uh, no, dude. I think no, but, but, but Matthews be a bias there. Ma- but Matthews, it, it, there is a bias here. So Matthews is playing in Europe. So I understand if people are like, "Well, they're watching him too." Agreed. Totally agreed. But let's not pretend there isn't a bias in North America for North American players too. Absolutely, and I'm not trying to disline it either. No. but but consider this: we ripped, ripped on the Oilers um, because they almost unanimously in their management group wanted Ryan Murray in 2012. They wanted him. What was the whole campaign in 2012? Now Fans were screaming, fail for nail. Fail for nail, Yakupov. And, oh, you know, I heard Galchenyuk could go first overall. Screw your Galchenyuk. It's going to be Yakupov. He's been first overall for a year. Come on, fail for nail. Let's go. Everyone was screaming, fail for nail. But the Oilers have the first overall pick. And they don't want nail. They want the other guy, but everyone's screaming for him. Imagine if the Leafs all along have wanted Line A, and now they got just legions of fans screaming, Holy smokes! We're finally going to get the first overall pick! We're finally going to get Austin Matthews! And then the Leafs go up there, and with the first overall pick, we select Patrick Line A. I, you know what? I would not be devastated, because I, I mean, I haven't seen either of them play nearly enough, but... A huge portion of Leaf Nation is going to collapse. <laughs> They're going to freak if Fair. they don't pick Matthew. Fair, but if there's any management group that does not give a flying patoot, patoot. What, the, what the fans are saying, it's the Leafs management group. Yeah, in November, <laughs> I think a month into next season, Lamorello will be 74. Yeah, Lou Lamorello doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care what I think. It's okay. And and because it, you know why? Because Lou Lamorello is a smart hockey mind. Brandon Shanahan, smart hockey mind. And I can say that with defi- definitively now, not just because both of them have great histories, but because they're running this team properly. And whatever pick they choose to go with, I'm going to have to say then that had to be the good the the pick to go with. I'm not saying people don't make we'll mistakes. Well, I guess we we won't know for a while. For a while, I just Look, be- line A is going to be great. And what sucks? You know what sucks? Is that they both can't be Leafs? That. <laughs> but also, uh, the Kessel and Sagan comparison, that went on for years and years and yeah. years. People comparing them to one another because they were traded for one another. And I think Matthews and Line A are going to have this happen no matter who the Leafs pick. And th- they're not actually even involved no, no. in any way. McEichel had the same thing, though. McDavid and Eichel. <laughs> I mean, and Ovechkin and Crosby. You are, if you're an NHL player and you're a superstar, you will be compared to other superstars. Welcome to the show, kids. That's true. Hey, that is very true. What so, a great problem to have. Yeah, really. Are you the best? Or are you better than the best? Like, like literally, that's the question being asked. I don't think there's a more, more positive debate that could go on. And let me throw this out there, too. They got the first overall pick, and with that pick, they pick whoever. Then they also got the Pittsburgh pick, which could be anywhere in the 20s or even 30th if they win it all. And then, oh no, when's their next pick? 31st. Oh right, 31st, because they finished 30th and they have their own second. That's basically three first-rounders right there. Mm-hmm. I count it as three first-rounders. Well, what is, what, I mean, what have we heard about, um, forgive me, his name is, 
escaping me right now, but he was like, what's the damn difference? Oh, Justin Bourne. What's the damn difference between 20 and 30? Yeah, and what I've heard about this draft is it's very top-heavy, but it's not particularly deep. It's it's not a bad draft. It's not a good draft. It's just kind of a middle-of-the-pack draft. draft. Yeah, so what I think you want in a middle-of-the-pack draft is a lot of picks, a, yeah. lot, a lot of shots. It's lottery. It's it yeah kind of a little bit you're 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 trying to pick the best number you're trying to pick the best player that's all it is would you rather be the leafs right now with 12 picks or minnesota with four? Oh, who do you want to be is that a thing oh that's a thing who do you want to be do you want to be a team that got knocked out in the first round with four picks or do you want to be the leafs with 12 oh and that number might grow i don't think they're going to trade down well, and there was an article done at Sportsnet.ca about that, and uh, uh, and a few others have have kind of looked into it as well. A few other outlets, but the interesting thing about trading down, or trading up, or trading down, a lot of people are talking about. Well, you know, when when you have when you have that extra pick, do they wheel that Pittsburgh first pick, uh, the Pittsburgh pick, and their second second rounder at thirty first there, and move up to seventeen? I don't know. But we'll the, the the numbers support the fact that you are you are they basically do a points system and you got to see trading this up rarely works rarely works you're basically trading two pretty good players for a pretty good player and you look at so many like mid round picks that the Leafs have given up in recent years dude Leafs gave up the pick that the Blackhawks used to pick Brandon Sod yeah Leafs gave up the pick. Uh, the, the they gave up the pick for Craig Smith John in Gibson. Nashville. They gave up the John Gibson pick, Ricard Raquel, Roman Yossi. They gave up that pick. Now, who's to say they would have picked any of those players? But they did. And you know what? Other teams picked those players. Yep. Most of those players were available in that little 30 to 35, 36 slot. The P.K. Subban, uh, Subban uh, Duncan Keith zone. Totally. Or even Ryan O'Reilly zone. He was yeah. available there. Uh, lots of good players are available there. They're almost first rounders, pretty much. So there's uh, there's going to be a lot of speculation. I don't think the Leafs trade this pick. No, um, I don't think Winnipeg de- trades their pick. I don't think Columbus trades their pick. Um, what a haul for Winnipeg and Columbus! I just want to say, o- overshadowed by the Leafs winning. Congratulations to Winnipeg fans! Oh. Amazing, amazing. Whose face was funnier? Brian Burke's disappointment face or Trevor Linden's disappointment face? I'm going to go with Brian Burke because I felt legitimately terrible for Trevor Linden. Did you? Oh, he looked so sad, Adam. He looked so... You felt bad for him? He looked legitimately destroyed. I, I, maybe maybe it was just that he felt like this could have bailed him out a little bit. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, I mean he is now without Shin Carrick, too, in his, in his prospect base. Oh, but that's base. fine, Adam. They they did sign they re-signed Grandlin oh to less than a million dollars for oh two years oh for Shinkarik. I'm just saying um, he, he looked he looked shattered like he looked yeah very very. But you sad. can't go into a lottery and hope that you're gonna you're gonna win. I oh mean you got well, I mean you got to hope you're gonna win, but you can't expect. My God, that could have been the Leafs. Could have been, but it could've, wasn't. Could have been the Leafs. We still have the first overall pick, and that's a great thing. Everybody, the the, the key in all of this. The important thing in all of this is that you you temper your expectations. This is probably not a playoff team next year. They've got defense and goaltending and development of everybody to figure out. They have to de- remember they got a bunch of young great players. That's great. Now you got to develop them. Now you got to make sure they play right and live right and work together right. That's a lot. Almost every year's got a world beater. 
Never know. Now, that world beater a couple years ago. Was the Calgary Flames. Was the Calgary Flames. Who today announced that their head coach had taken them as far as they could take them. That is a direct quote, quote from... Uh, Brad for Living. Brad, Brad for Living. He said this is as far as he can take us. Um, is that... Uh, it was time to let Bob Hartley go. Is that a jerk move by Trill Living? Well, I think... It's kind of an indictment of... Like, I think this is as good as Bob Hartley can do. This is how as good groups. Bob Hartley can do. <laughs> uh, I think. I think in this particular case, they didn't. They didn't hire Bob Hartley, right? Wasn't it? Um, no, but they did extend him. They did. It's. It's just like you know what Brian Burke hired Randy Carlisle, but Brandon Shanahan and company extended him. Was it Brandon? Sh- no, I don't think Ooh, Shanahan was there. It was like Wiki that. Bet. I'm gonna say that it. Oh yeah, it was. Sorry, it was known as oh, be- the year before that was extended by like Wiki. Shanahan. Uh, no, Shanahan no, wasn't there. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're the right. five-year notice I deal, you're right. which I believe notice is unless he's working. Is he working with the Ducks? Okay, so then he's not being paid by scout, yeah. anymore. Uh, <laughs> with with Raquel and Gibson, yeah. Um, I think with when it comes to the the Calgary Flames, there has to be. I mean, you have a guy that literally had a world-beating team, won the Jack Adams Award. Next next season, he gets Paul McLean. Uh, what what is it usually behind this? Is it the fact that there is a difference in what management wants to see from the team? Is it the regression of Calgary? Although you could have argued that it was always there, they just kind of got away with it because they had stellar goaltending and some stellar young players that they didn't expect. I mean, what is it? I think Calgary's a smart team, uh, and I think they see the writing on the wall. That I mean, it's true. I you know I was kind of ripping on Tre Living there for saying that about Bob Hartley, but he is absolutely right when he says this is probably as far as he can take this team. Uh, I still say they would have done better next year with better goaltending for sure, but they relied heavily on a ridiculous shooting percentage and a uh, ridiculous save percentage and a lot of comebacks. We heard them talking about this on Hockey Central at noon. They tempted fate a lot. Was it thirteen third period? 13 period comebacks or something the year they made the playoffs ahead of the Kings and then beat the Canucks in the first round. And they took the, the they, they played the Ducks the Canucks, in the second man. round. The Canucks, man. Uh, poor Canucks. <laughs> poor Canucks, man. This is just sad now. Uh, I know. I Although know. every time Jim Betting speaks, I'm like, oh? Oh? What what tidbit are you going to oh, drop today, Mr. Betting? Remember when he said he played the draft lottery like a thousand times? Didn't help, did it? <laughs> Shanahan played it once. By the way, we made a video about how the draft lottery works for sportsnet.ca, and mm-hmm. the first time we ran the simulator in the video, Lee's got the first pick, uh, Blue Jackets got the second pick, Jets got the third. Oh, wow. We were so close. Wow. We were so close. That's Just, funny. Um, does Boudreaux sign with Calgary? I, I, I wonder. That has to be it. I wonder if that is part of the reason that uh, he was fired now. Now, they mentioned on Hockey Central that... Um, that uh, part of the reason this happened right now is Treliving is going to Europe for the World mm-hmm. Hockey Championship, so that makes sense. But I can't ignore the fact that Boudreaux was fired what three days ago, four days ago. Yeah, I, and now now he did say in in the press conference today whether this matters or not. This is not about someone being in the on deck circle. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know what's weird about you saying that is it doesn't make it true or well. False. If you fire a head coach, someone's in the bloody on deck on deck circle. You have someone yeah. in mind. We fired this person with no plan, <laughs> no backup plan whatsoever. You better freaking hope an NHL franchise has got someone ready to step in. You better hope they have a plan. You jump, you jump out of an airplane. Where's your parachute? Ah! 
Whoa. It's not about my parachute being in the on-deck <laughs> circle. Not, it's not about... <laughs> bad flipping over there. My bad flipping parachute. And then does Bob Hartley sign with Ottawa? Oh. Ooh. That would be so Ottawa. Oh. But that's why it might happen. They already reached out to Boudreaux, apparently. Yeah. Well, if I was Ottawa, I, I don't know why Ottawa hasn't got him locked down now. Well, I don't think Ottawa can afford Bruce Boudreaux. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Bruce Boudreaux should be the most expensive coach but out there. everybody's favorite NHL owner who talks to the media said that they'll spend what they need to spend. You need a guy like Bruce Boudreaux. You need a guy. He, we spend enough family. money, and then the, out of the other side of his mouth, we'll spend what we need to spend. This is why I don't listen, man. This is why I don't listen to what these people have to say. They're, it's just double talk. It's just lip service. Boudreaux said on Sunday night that his voice was hurting because he was on the phone all day talking to NHL teams. There's two teams without a head coach, well, three now. Flames, Minnesota, I believe, and uh, Ottawa. Everything you own in a box to the left. Is is that his lemonade? I guess so. (laughs) Basically him him going, you know what? I was talking to every NHL team. (laughs) Brucey with the no hair. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. Jesse's not even laughing. He won't even. He won't. He won't. He won't entertain that. Terrible. I think. I think it was Brian Burke's daughter tweeted a picture of him with his slick back hair, and she just tweeted the caption: "Brian with the good hair." Because <laughs> <laughs> someone's got to tell Brian that if he's not going to wear a tie or we're not tie up this tie, he doesn't need to wear the tie too. I'm at the point where like, like it. It just. It, it, there's it's part of his character. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't even do anything. It's, it's Paul Bearer's urn. Mm. It's Jake the Snake Roberts' snake. It's Ric Flair's whatever you call that thing, the feathery thing. Uh, that's Brian Burke's thing. That's his cheerleader. Is the untied tie on national television? That's <sighs> that's his thing. That's right. just his thing. That's now, what he does. Well, we got to go on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. There's, there's lots more to talk about. Download the Steve Dangle podcast on iTunes. Uh, hit us up on SoundCloud or at sportsnet.ca, of course. Google Music as well. That, that's right. Absolutely. Available on Android. Wherever Android devices are downloaded. And uh, <laughs> does that make sense? And no. <laughs> Panago Pizza sponsors this lovely podcast because Panago Pizza, it's what's, on, it's what's on the inside that counts. Boy, did I boot that. So it's, it's okay. You crossed the finish line. We're here now. Well... There's there's just there's just so much to there's so much to handle here right now. Um, What's that? For I, I don't know what to get to first. I think this Latang. Do we oh, want to talk sh- about Latang? What do you guys think? Or do we do Warpick first? Warpick, yeah, and Latang. All right, so so we got it's a dirty series. We're we're at the point where it's starting to get pretty chippy, and we're starting to see what a series with two teams who legitimately don't like each other can uh, bear. It's pretty entertaining, isn't it? I really this is like I said at the beginning of the series this is the series that NHL fans deserve not just talking about like you're a fan of a team NHL fans deserve this series this is no Canadians watching the playoffs anymore well you know what I spoke to someone earlier today and they're like yeah I heard your last podcast and you you said everybody watched that uh, Chicago St. Louis game I go yeah I mean Twitter was blown up he's like they weren't really they weren't and supposedly he's in the know but I mean, look, I've said for the longest time, like, okay, let's pretend that's true and ratings are in the dumper, okay? Let's pretend that. I've said for the longest time that the NHL needs to cater to stop worrying about the likes and worry about the loves. This series is for the loves. Mm-hmm. If you love hockey, if you really love hockey, you're watching this. If you kind of like the Leafs or you kind of like the Canucks... Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, well, then Pittsburgh, Washington isn't for you. 
Chicago, St. Louis isn't for you, but this this is for the hardcores. So hardcores, who I assume are all the people listening to the show, because you're wasting your time listening to a hockey show. Um, you're watching. This is for you. You're watching. So we got. We let's talk about Brooks Orpik. Um Dirty. Three games. Three games in the playoffs, which equates to six games in the regular season. Uh, also, key factor: he's Brooks Orpik. Mm-hmm. Th- there's a history there. You're saying no. He's Brooks Orpik. Not a not an incredibly important part of that team. <laughs> no, look. Okay, former Pittsburgh Penguin. You want yeah, you Brooks want Brooks Orpik or you want Crystal Tang? Crystal Tang. Every single time. And by the way, where did Matt Niskanen come from? What team did he come from? Penguins. Wait, what team is? He? No, he's on the Caps. Yeah, Orpik and Niskanen both left. I yeah. Think the same. Yeah. So same ish time. I think it was maybe consecutive. I think it seasons. might have even been the same summer. Might have been consecutive seasons. I'm not sure, but um, I wonder if Latang gets the superstar discount. I also was Latang was what Latang did as bad. That was as bad as <laughs> one. He also didn't he get away with one a little bit in round one. I think he did against the Rangers, mm-hmm. but they don't they don't consider that when it comes to punishment. Which I get, think get out of my face. I think he very clearly hit him in the head. There's a little hop he does at the end. Yeah. Or he's clearly in the air. Yeah. The hop, the hop is hard because, like, isn't it? Now, help me remember the rules, though. Is it you can't be off your feet when you make contact or you can leave your feet after you make contact? I'm pretty sure you're allowed to leave after contact, right? Because Shen, what uh, Braden Shen was doing was just Superman into guys. Whereas. I don't know. Did Latang make contact before or after? I don't know. Here, I just wonder if he gets the superstar discount. I wonder too, um, dude. Like, that's tinfoil hatty, though. I mean, it is tinfoil yeah. hatty. But do you think? Okay, I don't. Has Latang been suspended yet? Is that officially no. announced? No, no, not no. So we don't even know well, if he will be. By the time this is up, yeah, probably. Um, and do you think he gets one game? Might get two. You can't give him more pick three. I don't think. Again, he's Crystal Tang. Now, uh, I always bring up this year for some reason, I guess because I was just so invested in it. But um, remember how like big Kevin Bieksa was for the Canucks? Mm-hmm. If he drills Nathan Horton, does he get four games in the Stanley Cup final? I don't think so. Absolutely not. You can give four games to Aaron Rome. Can't give four games to Kevin Bieksa. No. Or Dan Hamhuis. Or I'm trying to think, it was Alex Edler on the team at the time? Yeah. Or Christian Ehrhoff. Almost any other Canuck defenseman. That's the one. I can't remember which one was and wasn't hurt because everyone was hurt that year. Let's pretend Henrik Sedin was the one who <laughs> who cranks Nathan Horton. You don't give Henrik Sedin four games. You're handing the Bruins the cup. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it, I think it's really interesting that so Letang, the Penguins are up two to one. Mm-hmm. Letang sure is out. Are. Letang possibly maybe, is out. We uh, don't know. Not even. We don't know. Uh, Watch him get like four. <laughs> yeah, really, it'd be, be crazy. Um, imagine rest of the series. So, wow. Now, I, first off, I could have never envisioned a, a reality where a we got we got caps and pens because that just would have seemed too good to be true, oh. and that the pens would be up. The way Washington rolled all year, they just rolled over teams. Matt and Murray, Matt Murray, my Matt friend. Murray, and that brings up another interesting thing because at the end of the season, Matt Murray playing like Matt Murray's playing. I believe that makes someone else expendable. I mean, for a team that has cap issues. I saw a report today uh, before we 
before I came to the show, the least are interested in Matt Murray. I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the least are interested in Steven Stamkos. No way. Sydney Crosby, too. I'm interested too. in a million dollars. <laughs> I'm interested in a tub of ice cream right in front of me right now with a pizza. Mm. Oh, it's not there. Darn it. Well, I tried. Well, I tried. Maybe if I keep my eyes closed long enough, one will just appear in front of me. <sighs> Dude, how many times do we got to go through this? How many times do we got to go through? Of course, they're interested. <laughs> Here's breaking. Professional hockey team interested in good player. <laughs> good, young, inexpensive player. No way. You don't say. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. At least we're interested in Matt Murray. But... You know who I, I think I can compare the Penguins to a little bit is Wolverine. There, there's something about them. That, first of all, Wolverine, badass as fuck. Like, just, totally. just such a badass X-Man. The best one. Yeah, I've said it. That's not true. But whatever. He's badass. Identifiable. You, the face of the franchise, you could say. You might say that. to the NHL. Plus, he wears yellow a lot. Anyway. But when, when you lay a beating on Wolverine, what happens? Heels right back up. There's something about the Penguins that no matter what part clumps and falls off of them, Oli Mata, clump. Chris Letang, clump. Okay, he might matter a little bit more. And Evgeny Malkin was hurt for a while, clump. It just regenerates and they keep trucking at you with... They got those daggers on their hands. It, it could be Crosby, Latang, Malkin. Kessel. It could, it could be Kessel, Crosby, throw out another name, Latang. It could be Murray, Kessel, Crosby. It could be, they just keep trucking. They keep trucking. Can you imagine that the Washington Capitals, can you imagine a reality where the Washington Capitals don't win this series? Yeah, they're already <laughs> two losses away from losing it. The tremendous, can you imagine? Because there are Washington oh, Capitals are a second round pick. Or they're a second round pick. They're a second round team. Like the last few years, I believe they've made the second round and not won. And last year, oh, for last sure. year they were up 3 1. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Hilarious. Now, we could be having a completely, completely different discussion in two days when we do this podcast again. Next but, week is going to look very interesting. But my God, if the Caps do not win this series. And, and what's. Stupid about that is they won the president's trophy. They're in a great place as far as I mean. Look at their team. Look at their freaking team. Look at their core pieces. They're in a great place. And what are they going to do? Probably big changes. <laughs> Meanwhile, they could go with the exact same squad last year and, and be have, great and be great and have the same chance of winning. That's the playoffs, man. That's the playoffs. <sighs> How much do we care that the two best teams in both conferences are playing in the second round? We're having one and two versus one and two in both rounds. I, I kind of like that. It's the playoffs, man. I mean, it's, you know what? We've gotten a lot of Cinderella stories sort of lately. You know, like I, it starts with the Kings in 2011 who came in and was it seventh? That was ridiculous. Dude, they were 11th at the trade deadline. Yeah. Something like that. And not that they weren't a good team. They were an underperforming team, but they were a bit of a Cinderella story. And I think, you know what they reminded me of uh, a little bit? The Blue Jays. All the numbers said they should have been better than they were. They bought anyway. Yeah. And then, holy smokes, they just started ruining everybody. Absolutely. 
Um, I like sometimes, sometimes when it's rock'em sock'em robots, when it's the big boys, all the big boys are in and all the little guys are out. Like I'm, I'm no offense to wild fans, but I'm okay with the wild not being in there. Cause I think, I think that storyline's a little tired in the NHL. I want to see some freaking Titans go at it. And we lost some Titans in the first round. I want to see big, I want to see two trains Going at the exact same speed, both like an, an unstoppable force and an unmovable object. I want to see big for the for the Stanley Cup final and, and really for the conference finals. But too. then next round you have the best team versus what, the worst team. You have one versus four. Yeah, <laughs> so you Certainly. don't you don't have the big boys. But then True. once you get to the final, though, now I'll tell you what I feel way better about though than, than I did like last show. Caps and Penguins are tearing each other apart. Just tearing each other apart. Lightning and Islanders kind of doing the same. And oh, that series I think is going to get way. Chippier. It's a fun series. Way mm-hmm. chippier. God, it is it's fun. fun. It is fun. I don't. Young like, teams. I think Ooh. Jesse is implying I don't think they're necessarily the best. I I kind of agree. I don't think either of those teams beats Pittsburgh or Washington in a series. But maybe by the time they meet each other, they do. You know, is the weird thing about the playoffs. Dallas is giving St. Louis a way harder run than I thought they would. And that game is 1-1 right now. Or that series is 1-1 right now. And look who is sitting pretty up 2 nothing on the Preds. Who's that? San Jose Sharks. San Jose Sharks, man. I'm telling you. This, this might be it. This might be it. I'm just throwing it out there that they look so strong in round one. And if they get it around two relatively unscathed, look out. Look out. I'll, I'll bring it up again. I don't know why I keep bringing it up, but I'm going to keep bringing it up. The Canucks probably win the cup in 2011 if they complete the sweep of the Blackhawks. <laughs> Remember when they were up 3 nothing? Remember when they were up 3 nothing And they had to win that thing in overtime of Game 7. It could if have been over right there for them. You get out of round one unscathed. You have a cup of tea against the Predators in round two. Dude. Dude. But this this is what I'm saying. I think, you know, we're seeing all these Clash of the Titans series, and it's great, and it's wonderful for us as hockey fans. But I think if you're an NHL team in the, in the thick of it, you're not so interested in that. The Sharks, to this point, watch them lose four straight. They easily could, but to this point... And have. And have. have. (laughs) Same team. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) So dry, so true. Uh, There's a track record there. I mean, we can't can't say that there's not. It's a good time to be the San Jose Sharks, put it that way. (laughs) And they haven't even used their starting goaltender yet. Does... uh, Does Todd Todd McClellan hate this a little bit right now? Does Todd Ah! McClellan just hate this a little bit? Because he's like, not only... Not only are they this far, but I got to live in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the leadership I'm of Joe kidding, Thornton Edmonton. and Tom McClellan just watching. Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. You damn people with your beards and your success. Holy smokes. Truly, there is always going to be, there are always going to be teams like the San Jose Sharks to this point, all right, um, where there are great teams that just never did it. Great teams that just never did it. And I think Todd McClellan, unfortunately, got was the easiest piece to remove from that puzzle. But Todd McClellan could just as easily be a coach with three Stanley Cup rings right now. 
I mean, they were great. They've always been a great team, and they were a great team when all the California teams were great. Mm-hmm. A, f- a friend of mine who is now uh, an analytics person for an NHL team once asked me, I can't remember if it was a question or a statement, I think what he said was the best team in the NHL rarely wins the Stanley Cup. I think that's fair, yeah. Because the playoffs are just a different, different monstrosity. Beast. It's a mental. monstrosity. It's physical. It's your matchups. It's this, how the series before went. This is the second time for the Blues in less than 20 years that they've looked like one of the top three teams in the NHL. And like for a stretch of time, it might not be able to get it done. Now it's starting to look like it's Washington again. It was the Sharks for a while. It was... The Canucks by, for a while. By the way, it keeps happening. We talk about we talk about teams that have had futility. The St. Louis Blues oh. have literally always, pretty much always, been good. They made the playoffs for like thirty straight years, something like that. So, I think it was twenty nine, and then they missed for a few years, and then they came back and are the Blues that we're seeing today. Um, so the majority, like I think it's like eighty percent of the years that they've played in the NHL, they've made the finals or not made the finals, made the made the playoffs. <laughs> you doing that? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that'd be crazy. Final, four out of every five years lose. <laughs> <laughs> but they have not won a cup since their inception in nineteen sixty eight. Haven't won a single one. They're they're drought as they're long starving, as the starving for starving for cups like we are over here. Only they're in a little bit of shape right now at the moment. At the moment. They don't have Matthews. <laughs> they sure don't. They got that Tarasenko guy. Whatever. He's, he's whatever. A, he's a bum. He's whatever. He's a bum. I have his Dude, jersey, but he whatever. Like doesn't even play on the power play sometimes. He's a bum. <laughs> I hate that. What? You're that good, and you don't have to play Tarasenko on the power play. Like, screw you, man. Screw uh, you. Yeah. You know who else hates it? Tarasenko. <laughs> yeah, because Tarasenko should be playing. Um. So I want to. I, I don't even switch, remember where that ran. I want to switch gears a little bit. Let's. Can we do a little vintage dangles, Jesse? Do you want to oh, do a little vintage dangle? No. Let's do it. All right. So Steve was tweeting these videos out the other day. I don't know what was Why? it. You were you were going through all your old videos, right, to monetize them? No. Yeah. So what happened was uh, I did an agreement with SB Nation a while ago, um, which is through Vox Media somehow. I, I didn't properly understand it, which is part of the reason why I wanted to cancel it. <laughs> exactly. They were basically like, "Well, we can offer you more." something cpm and i was like you know what i just want this to all be mine yeah you know what and i had 99.9 percent control and they never really told me what to do with my channel or anything but there's something to be said for it's mine it's mine yeah and yeah they tried to convince me like well you're gonna leave money on the table i'm like yeah but like i'm paying for that extra tenth of a percent yeah i'm okay with i want this all to be mine mine so i guess i don't think it was them i think it's a youtube thing when they had to take me out of their network so i'm still a youtube partner a lot of people were like oh you're not a partner anymore i'm still a youtube partner i'm just not part of that sb nation network it uh unmonetized all did you know that i've done about 1300 videos whoa (laughs) it took away monetization for all of them Ah! So you have to go back in and click on each video separately? No. So what I could do was... Isn't there a select all button at the top? Select all, but it's only for each page. Oh, okay. 1,300 wow. videos is 44 pages. You have 44 pages of videos. I have 44 pages Damn. of videos. And I couldn't just do select all hmm. because some of the videos, like especially the KHL ones I did with Andre, like we use footage and stuff. So oh. like you can't monetize those. So I had to... I had to go through it. It took a couple hours. So my favorite tweet from yesterday is Steve's going through his old videos and he's like, with this one, he's like, I want to launch myself into the sun. 
I want to launch my younger self into the sun after this video. And oh it is it's the video, Jesse, where Steve Dangle gets Twitter. Oh. oh. Do you want to do you want to have you seen the video where no, Steve Dangle I've gets Twitter? I've never seen this. Oh. Wait, really? Yeah, I've never seen this. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So this is you this got is tw- what year is this? This is 2009, July 24th, 2009. Oh, you were an early Twitter adopter. Yeah. 2009. I've had it since 2009 I remember, too. I remember specifically saying I think Twitter's a fad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That was seven years of using Twitter ago. Um, <laughs> Nailed that one. So, Nailed it. Actually, I'm not going to use Snapchat. Funny, Nailed it. Funny that you say that. Funny that it's July 24th, 2009, because Steve, I also joined Twitter in July 2009. Says on my profile. You, who knows? Like, you might have even been the one who was like, use it, stupid. <laughs> nah, or the other way around. That. Who knows? Anyway, so here's, here's what uh, Steve had to say. Mm-hmm. Big the big announcement on Steve's uh, YouTube channel. Jesse, which, by the you way, got, you got to see it too. You got to see the the comedic effect I'm going for. Let's see it from here. Okay, go, go around, go around. Yeah, is, come see it. Come it here. Come see it. Be the, oh yeah, it is. Be the Beatles on the mic. Oh god. Ah. All right. This is like going up a roller coaster oh, for me. Oh. Okay. Ready. Except at the bottom is embarrassment. Okay. One more tweet. I'm going to the store buying pea soup. What's up, insert peeps? Just started record. Record telling the interpeeps to follow me on Twitter. Rafflecopter. <laughs> hold on, hold on, just for a minute. <laughs> Rafflecopter used to be a thing we said. Rafflecopter used to be a thing that we said. That Steve said. Okay? So now let's continue. We've got thirty more th- we've got twenty-eight more seconds of this, and we've only we're only twenty Why seconds. Why is there twenty-eight? Wouldn't it be cool if there were actually something called the Rafflecopter? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! No one likes you! Because, like, the Picard rings could be made of, like, what? laughter, and you would just bring joy to wherever you went. Cool. Where, where are you going in these videos? And a Velociraptor Why could be your you co-pilot. Why did you think that was a good idea? Hold on, you just missed the part where he said a Velociraptor could be your co-pilot. Co-pilot, and you could go to Russia and pick up Ovechkin and just be like, where the party at, Ovechkin? And then my Rafa copter. Oh, I'm over the character. Oh, oh. Link in the description. Add me on Twitter. Bye. Do you remember the pea soup that you ate that night? Also, also, you know what's great about this? Yeah. Is that the, the, Steve had been doing YouTube for a while. Mm. Yeah, like two years. So how old do you think, and Steve, do not answer this, how old do you think Steve was in this video? Just throw a number. Um, From his looks. I kind of, I kind of know. You're 21? 21 years old. Old enough to know Nailed I was it. an unfunny piece of shit. 21 years old. That was actually, I think that was the week I started at Kiss 92.5 for the first time. That was the same week. That might have been, yeah. Why did you think that going away from the camera and then coming back is was this a before good idea? you introduced jump cuts? No, this was yeah. So <laughs> Mrs. Daniel was also very confused by that. She's like, "Is this your version of jump cuts, you idiot?" <laughs> and no, what that was was me trying to send a tweet and then leaving my desktop and then being like, "But I gotta send another tweet," and then leaving again. And oh, Jesse what? just cringed. No! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's not even the worst. Like you weren't the brightest lad at twenty. No, no, I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, like this is why I try not to like flame people too hard when they when they mm. say nasty things or whatever to me on Twitter or 
whatever when they look young because like i wouldn't have even been friends with that incarnation of me no and that was me (laughs) mrs dangle was ripping on me i'm like you dated that person for two years you started dating me when i was two years douchier than that (laughs) oh my god um oh my dear sweet god and and so many people like you laugh at Steve, but you look at the comments on this video. So many people are writing Rafflecopter, and then it goes soy 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 soy. I don't know why. I have no Rafflecopter goes soy soy soy. That's what no several idea. people have written that. And then there was one guy. Did you delete the comment with the guy calling you a, a pedo too? What? Yeah, there's a comment on there. And I looked at it yesterday. I can't see it today. I wonder if it's gone. But it was like, Steve Dangle, you are a pedo. And, one of, and it was like something weird. Like, I want to feed you your genitals or something like that. It was really Oh, I used to get fucked up comments. Really? Yeah, it, oh. was, it was a messed up comment. I was like, well, how is this? Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I was like... You know, I was thinking, I'm like, geez, even back then, when it was all so fresh and so new, people were still commenting idiotic stuff like that. Anyway. The good thing is that you don't suck now. Oh, and, thanks, Jesse. And the oh, good that's thing, nice. And the good thing is, like Jesse said, you don't suck now, and you don't <laughs> suck as badly as this TV anchor. His name is Dan Phillips. He works. He used to work for WZTV for Fox. Used to. Uh, and he decided to do a sports report tribute to Prince. Have a listen. Oh, no. Oh no. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get to this thing called life. An electric word life, but I'm here to tell you there's something else. The NHL playoffs. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one. Doctor, everything gonna be alright? Don't expect an answer because he or she is probably checking out game four of the Ducks and Predators. Let's go crazy, Smashville. Let's get nuts. <laughs> nope. Instead, Ryan Getzloff is going to tuck the loose puck between Pecorine's legs to give Anaheim a 1-0 lead just 62 seconds in. It stayed that way until midway through the second period. <laughs> oh my this God. is what Adam it sounds like Adam when Adam Dubs Adam cry Adam. and... Adam, this is... Grody McBoogerballs <laughs> from South Park. Like, seeing how long you can get through the book before Two throwing seconds. up. I'm going to fucking Ralph. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Can we keep, keep going? going? Keep going. Then, it stayed that way until midway through the second period. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when doves cry and when Mike Fisher scores. His first goal of the playoffs ties it Steve up. Steve walked out. But get him back in. Get him back in. After that, it's get him back two, in. One. You got to hear the rest of this. You got to hear it. You have to keep going. You have to keep going. Oh, Ducks it's just the Jamie boom goes McGill the dynamite guys. This dad. Is, just, just. Oh my god. You okay. keep going, okay? You got to You okay. got to keep listening to this, okay. okay? Oh, the playoffs ties it up, but it was all downhill after that. It's two-one Ducks when Jamie McGill plays party man for the second straight game, batting the puck out of the air and into the net. That makes it three-one, and the clock hits zero-zero. Party over. Oops, out of time. It's the Ducks who are going to party like it's 1999. Anaheim evens the series with a 4-1 victory. So the Ducks are still two games from dying for you. And Saturday at the Honda Center in Anaheim. I'm pretty sure that's on out. All right, all right, you got to hear that again. You got to hear that whole thing. Listen to this, okay? Three. So the Ducks are still two games from dying for you and the Predators. Game five is set for Saturday at the Honda Center in Anaheim. I'm pretty sure that's on Alphabet Street. From one hot that... 
Alphabet Street is a Prince song, by the way. Yeah, now, you didn't know I that. figured that. This guy seems to have a history of being ridiculous. And oh, obscene. does he? Okay, yes. so so let me just let me, before you get to his history. Okay, he was fired after this. Seriously? Yeah. Now we are uh, we're a minute thirty through a four four minute and twenty second oh, segment. Oh no! Now so wait, that, though, why that is kept he fired? going. Well, that was the thing. I guess the uh, they had listeners, um, and, and this is according to his Facebook page. They they said it wasn't the station, and a bunch of listeners or viewers thought it was in poor taste. It wasn't a tribute. It Come was. Come on. Now I don't think it was a tribute. I think it was kind of like capitalizing on a dude dying. I mean, I really, I really do. Really? I don't, I don't think that was well done. I don't think that is. Oh, a, it certainly wasn't well done. And I'll whoever, out there. whoever the producer was that said, "Okay, do it," should probably also be like they should be questioning that guy's judgment. I think because you can't when, you, when you're doing something like that it's one thing to do it when with you talk a movie. for four and a half minutes straight it's kind of not all the host's fault <laughs> well no and it's totally it's probably totally the host's fault it probably no, no, was but him. i mean like it's got a there's a team there. there's a team there is a team and like a decision making team not just the camera guy like that person shouldn't have to pay no 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 absolutely but, not but that is not a tribute that's not a tribute that's a guy using a bunch of song names that he googled i think it's a terrible attempt at one but i don't want to i don't think the guy should be fired for the attempt he, but they're he was saying pro- okay what are they saying? he was fired also because of his conduct on facebook live so he does a, a segment where he answers questions from listeners from a fishbowl and then one of the other reporters walked in the room and he reportedly yelled you better not fucking come into my office with that and then oh. he re- proceeded to repeatedly yell on Facebook Live, fuck you, fuck you. I fucking told her that would happen if she came into my office. Oh, wow. So, they so said, that, that is, it has nothing to do with the No, they said no the it was after this event. They said the meltdown led to Phillips's firing. Yeah, it sounds like he had a fucking <laughs> well, if you ask, meltdown on a co-worker, so, you also, and then you, he got bad publicity for a poorly executed... <laughs> piece of see now he he shared this he shared this on his facebook page and he said this was the reason he said first of all i want to thank everybody for the kind words comments well the tribute for prince i did last week unfortunately there were apparently some viewers as well as management at the station who did not feel the same way they felt it insensitive and as a result i was terminated today yeah and then the report today is said a source told deadspin that he was fired because of his facebook live and is not his uh facebook yeah I, I mean, it could be I mean, a combination. It's a, it's a combination. If you are like an idiot. If you're the manager. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. For sure. But He's like, an idiot. If you're like, a manager of Fox 17 in, is it East Lansing? Um, <laughs> you, you saw my reaction and repulsion to what he yeah. did, but like, oh, it's from Nashville. If you're, if you are, was that, I don't think it was a fireable offense. It's overall. But like, no, yeah. no, no, no. If you have a guy who makes decisions like that, you're a Nashville television station. You're a legitimate Huge market. It must have been done. It, he must, so you said he's done a bunch of or these. Or big market. He's done a bunch of these. I, I, there have been, I, there has to be things before. <laughs> but you cannot, I agree that you cannot fire a guy this based guy must on be that a alone. Like he must Can be you fired based on the Facebook live video? Yes. Well, then and, there you go. Yeah, no, then I think so. Yeah, because you're making the brand, the brand look bad at that point. He's going to have that kind of tirade on Facebook live. Like imagine how he is behind the scenes. Mm. I like to think that. <sighs> Maybe he was joking. I haven't seen the Facebook Live video. I, they said it was deleted. So. I don't like... <laughs> I appreciate attempts at comedy. Okay, I appreciate attempts at making people feel good, making them feel a certain way. That's an attempt. 
You think that's an attempt? It's a bad, it's a terrible attempt. It's a never in a million years would I make that attempt, especially at his age. Holy shit, at least I was 21 when I was being a douchebag <laughs> talking about Twitter and all that. Um, that guy's probably in his late 30s, early 40s, something like that. Uh, but I, I think he was trying to make people feel a certain way. Like, come on. <laughs> what was he trying to make them feel, Steve? I don't know. What could you possibly make someone feel except for, that is so awkward, I want to bury my head in sand. I would rather eat dirt than watch that clip again. Oh, totally. And you can, I, can you get fired for just being bad? Yes. Probably, probably right? Yeah. Yeah. So for sure. I, I don't think, I like, don't know. I, just, if I, I have stationed, a hard time believing like that was so insensitive if that I am, you no, to be I, fired. I, I think that's probably a reason that they use, but if I'm station yeah. management and one of my on-air people is making decisions like that, I'm looking for, I'm looking for reasons. Yeah, there you go. So I think we're getting to the bottom of it here. And also, I mean, <laughs> saying well, fuck I'll you. Right on, I'll just say fuck you to a coworker <laughs> on Facebook Live. Saying don't I, fucking again, bring that shit in there, there are people. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that, that voice, by the way? <laughs> Alphabet Street. <laughs> don't fucking bring that in here. I want to see this video now. They said it's deleted, so they don't have a copy of it. Oh, bullshit. It was on the internet. Yeah. Somebody has it. Yeah. Somebody has oh, it. God. Oh, and I bet God. it was said in a joking manner. But again, I think yeah. they're probably looking. I mean. It was uh, an attempt. No, no, no. Not that. I bet the oh, Facebook oh, Live thing was probably yeah. a joke, too. But it doesn't matter. You know, guys? No, that doesn't matter. I guess it's just a sign of the times. Ah! <sighs> That's why you get fired. Let's just let that hang in the air for a moment. Do you want to hear something good now? I got some great audio. See, did he? Did this tribute continue into the baseball highlights? Because that yes. would have been a really good yes, opportunity to use the bat dance. Yes, uh, and I'm not going to even play it. Oh, no. thank yeah, you. Yeah, no. Uh, but I do want to play something <sighs> that was tweeted uh, by Steve, actually, uh, when the Marlies were in Bridgeport. Check this oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> So this is Willie. Yes. Say hi to Steve Dangle. Check it out. Someone scream this at Willie Nealon. Willie, Willie, say hi to Steve Dangle. <laughs> That's cool. That was sent to cool. me uh, from my friend Cassandra, who works at Leafs TV. I I saw the clip of them getting off the ice, but I I couldn't hear it. So I must. I guess she was the only one who had a recording of it. So to whoever that was, uh, thanks. It's Where was weird. the game? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Wow. That's pretty neat. That's cool. And by the way, what are the odds that a the show would have a fan in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Two, what are the odds that it was one of the 300 people there? Dude, no one was at the Bridgeport Sound Tigers games. It was kind of sad. Yeah. It's kind of sad. sad. But uh, Rico was rocking for game three. Sure was. And uh, round two starts uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Remember, you can use, use that Steve Dangle promo code. Oh, that's right. You save up to 30% on tickets with the Marlies. Uh, someone messaged me the other day. They bought tickets for their whole family. They saved 35 bucks. There you go. Which is like, that's a ticket in itself. Which you can then spend on beer and hot dogs. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you or, go. Or, or juice boxes. I'm sure they sell juice boxes too. They have noodles. They Do sell they noodles? noodles that you can put like sriracha on. They, get out, really? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Damn. We should have got that when we were there. Yeah, why did we not get that? <laughs> why not use your savings to get Panago before you go in? <laughs> hey, by the way, you know what's been fun about the Marley's thing? Um... Is the They're is the good. I, have we mentioned this before? The outcry, yeah, I think we did last podcast. The outcry from from media used to following the Leafs getting upset about the Marlies not allowing them in the dressing room. Mm. I don't know how much I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, but all Adam, I will say you can talk about it. All I will say is this: 
It's been a rule since 2011. Mm-hmm. It's been a rule for very And that's long all I'm going to say. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Shall we do the press conference? <sighs> or did the, you want to say something? This individual was also <laughs> shocked. Shocked <laughs> that they couldn't talk to the general manager of the Toronto Marley slash assistant general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs during the first intermission of a fucking playoff game. Fucking duh! Oh my, sorry, that blew my, I was mortified, mortified. So how much would you want to say on that? (laughs) Oh, not much. Press conference, let's do it. The Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. 2017, NBA confirmed they're going to throw some ads on the jerseys. Rowan wants to know what you guys think. Is the NHL going to do it? No, wait, sorry, that's the NBA? The NBA. Yes. Yeah. And what do you think? Whatever. They've been doing it. I mean, remember when Nike had that big deal with the NHL in the 90s? It was like, well, there's going to be a swoosh there instead of CCM, which is a Canadian company. Oh. That's going to take the Canada out of the game. Yeah, I think now there's going to be a Honda Civic logo. No, everyone thinks, everyone thinks that, everyone thinks that uh, all NHL jerseys are going to turn into... You know, ridiculous Spengler Cup friggin' NASCARs. stickers all over everything, NASCARs, ads up and down all the sleeves. I don't think it's going to be like that. I don't think it's going to be like that. Dude, a lot of AHL teams have advertising on their jerseys. I never hear any AHL fans ever complain about it. I um, Like, if it's small and it's subtle and it's like one brand, I'm okay with one brand. I'm okay with one brand when it's, okay, we're going to have two, three, four, five. But like... <laughs> not many teams in this league turn a profit, guys. Do you hate lockouts or not? Yeah, but I, the the jersey's sacred to me. Okay, cool. Well, what are you? I guess you're cool with that jersey not playing games once every six to eight years. Listen, Look, I'm I'm again it. God's again you're, it. You're again it. And if you got any sense, you're again it. I am not again it. I'm for it. I, I'm not again it. Actually, you know what? I'm it's funny. It. I was against it, and it was one of our listeners that swayed me. They're like, yeah, you ever watch Premier League? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. They're like, um, Manchester United. Ma- you ever seen Vodafone on the, like, literally. <laughs> I used to think Manchester United. I used to think they're, yeah, they're local the Vodafones. They, they were, I was like, what's Vodafone? <laughs> I remember being like, oh, that's probably something in another language. I'm like, but they play in England. Like, <laughs> it's so confused. What's amazing about, about Premier League is that it, first of all, the money is just astronomical that that league brings in. It's just Crazy. And yes, we'll talk about Leicester City quickly, soccer fans, because oh, I think yeah. that's important to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's amazing is that the 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 ads on their jerseys are about 10 times the size of the actual logo it's of the, the team. Logo. It is the logo. Like, there's like a little patch. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, we're Man U. <laughs> it's oh, by hilarious. the way, we're Tottenham. Like, that's... It's so I don't I don't I, I don't want it replacing the, the no. logo. That's that to me is ridiculous. And the Finnish way of doing it, it looks like a NASCAR. Uh, like, have you seen any Patrick Line? Are, uh, oh, and the Patrick ads are all Lainet over dress. the ice. Yeah, but who? You know what? This is it's a capitalist society, and it's a capitalist game. The whole point is to make money. Point is not to win the cup for the NHL. Points to make money. So it's going to happen, and it's going to be fine, and people are going to be upset about it, and they're still going to watch. And who the hell cares? It's another thing for people to get distracted by. You know that song? Wish we could turn back time to, to the, the good, good old, old days. days. Yeah. 
Stressed Out from 21 Pilots. I hate that song. Me too. I fucking hate that Wake song. Wake up, you need to make money. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Dick. Yeah, you can't sit on your, oh, on your ass and smoke weed all day. Like, what do you yeah. mean I gotta do shit? I just wish that my mom used to... I wish I could go back to when I didn't have to do stuff and I could play pretend with my friends. Like, yeah. How do you think you got to do that? Because your mom sick. was working. <laughs> I know. You I dick. know. I know. <laughs> Maybe it's time that you work for your mother and put her in a good, a good house. That's Maybe buy your mother a house. That's she bought you one. Second question. This is for Adam Wilde. No, I think we were making a point. <laughs> can we can we make a point? Do you want to uh, make that point? Uh, look, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, nobody has to work. N- nobody has to work. In a perfect world, nobody uh, even has to. Why do Why do we have commercials during games? Right, like commercials. That, like commercials. Screw commercials, Steven. Screw commercials. How come every time I watch a video, there's got to be an ad before it? How come my favorite hockey team has to wear a logo on, on uh, you know, a company logo on their jersey? And how come they don't win the Stanley Cup every year? And how, Guess what? Competition it's, and it's money. the way of the world, man. Yeah. It's the way of the world. And, and the, beyond that... It's not, I, it's not perfect. I don't love it. But. I read so many articles from like Thought Catalog and Elite Daily and stuff and looking for prep for Kiss. And, and what'll happen is people are like, you know, you spend so much time enslaved. You're enslaved. Yeah, man. To companies. You're enslaved. Totally. Listen, you have the option to start your own company. Yeah. You oh. have the option to uh, never work a day in your life. Uh, I don't know how you plan on feeding yourself, but you have that option. And I, and I, I just, as a, as a philosophical thing, having to work hard is admirable. It's when I, and when I see these articles, I'm like, are you people crazy? And it's like, we, we want to get back to the way humanity should have been the humanity that had that when, when people lived till they were 25 years old and had to hunt their whole lives and got mauled by bears. I don't know. I, I don't mind the reality we're living in. Make America great again. When, what, what, what are you talking about? So, sorry. Before we get to the next thing, Jesse, uh, one, I want to, I want to, this is important that we talk to the young people who we were just lambasted for not working hard enough. Oh, we're not saying uh, that. No, we're no, not I know, saying I know, that. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're just saying 21 pilots. Bro. Is that even the name of the band? Yeah. Gives a shit. Uh, There's 21 of them. So, at, um, at It's Tony now uh, tweeted, here's the most insane unpaid internship of all time. And I feel like I need to bring this up because we beat the drum. Intern. You need to intern. Yep. You got to work for free sometimes. You know, it sucks. Deal with it. Hey, man, there's paid internships out there. This is an example of a, an unpaid internship I would encourage you to never take in your life. Uh, you'd be the play-by-play slash media relations person oh. for the Mallerson, Mallard, Madison Mallards baseball. I don't know who the Madison Mallards are. Jesse, could you look that up? Yeah, well, I'll leave While I read up. this incredible list. So, again, this is an unpaid internship, guys. The Madison Mallards are looking for an enthusiastic and ambitious and, uh, individual to join the front office as the radio broadcaster. Mm. That sounds appealing. Tell me more. This position will manage all day-to-day media relations duties and act as the traveling secretary on all road trips. This is a seasonal position, beginning in May 2016 and ending in mid-August. This position is unpaid. The candidate will serve as the full-time radio broadcaster traveling with the team during the season. That could be fun. Oh, yeah, totally. Duties and responsibilities include, but are not limited to, Uh 
write press releases promoting team initiatives, including post-game recaps for the team website. First of all, you... I'm not even sure you should do that for free. No. Yeah, that takes a long time. That's a PR degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, anytime I had to write the post-games for LeafsNation.com back in the day, dude, I... I hate it. I hated it. I was like, I'd rather do a video or something. Um, coordinate all aspects of team travel, including notifying restaurants, hotels, and other teams, uh, getting team orders, room assignments, etc. Broadcast all 72 Northwoods Leagues Whoa, games. in four months? On 1670, <laughs> the, zone, uh, the Zone, including pre- and post-game shows. Oh, so, my by the way, God. But, okay. And you're taking Pre-game your phone calls. Pre-game show is probably an hour. Yeah. Post-game show is probably an hour. And you're taking phone calls, and you're taking them without a producer. And then the baseball game is three hours. So game days, it's five hours, just the broadcast. Not including any of the other shit I just <laughs> mentioned or am about to mention. Uh, including pregame shows, blah, blah, blah. during the regular season and playoffs if necessary. <laughs> if these are the kind of things you're putting out, I don't think you're a playoff team. But I don't know much about you. Ability to work long hours, including weekends as business Yeah, I, I guess. No shit. <laughs> I guess. Um, strong written and verbal com- uh, communication skills. Produce radio commercials for the Mallards and business oh, partners. Wow. You're an imaging producer now? <laughs> Do you know how? Let me let me tell you something. I've been a radio ten years. You have no idea how difficult it is to put together a commercial. That shit takes all the. Yeah, but you also got to do play by play. The oh, guys, there are guys here who who do commercials. Okay, they we literally have producers here who just do commercials. Oh, yeah. and they will spend all morning on one half of one. Oh yeah, because they have to be good. Those fifteen second little shoes yeah. that takes forever. Uh, produce radio commercial. Okay, I said that one. Work closely with the GM and corporate service team to include all sponsor and promotional live reads, each game update. Uh, the Mallards. Oh my god! Wait. Oh, each game they screwed up here. Uh, live reads each game. Update the Mallards website daily. <laughs> You're also the IT guy. And then the last, <laughs> the last star, which might be the icing on the cake. Other duties as assigned by general manager. How many jobs did I just list? Okay. How many f- fuck duties? How many full and part-time jobs did I just list? Three full, one part-time. PR, IT, play-by-play, and a travel now, assistant. I'm not gonna, not I'll, IT, I'll, really, like play, digital, produ- digital content I'll, producer. I'll yeah. play devil's advocate on these because you should have multiple skills. You know, for example, when I was an intern at The Fan... I did audio editing mm-hmm. and I did a little bit of reporting and I, and I did a teeny bit of writing and I did some coffee fetching and whatever. By the way, that was two evenings a week, which I think is a reasonable commitment. That's a reasonable commitment. And Leafs TV, I was there a lot more, but it was a paid internship. Yeah. So, and I mean, so you got a lot more out of me. I got a lot more out of them. You know? How many? <laughs> right? Okay. Press releases. Team initiatives. We should get Sasky in to talk about this because a lot of these are duties she would do. Oh, and that and that's a full time job. But, but remember, but she, wouldn't, she wouldn't update the fucking website. She wouldn't. She wouldn't do. Jesse pre and post game show. What? What <laughs> league? What division are these guys in? So this is a collegiate summer baseball league. Well, it's, that's why there's no money. It's for uh, players Fine. who have attended a year of college and still can play in college next season. So it's kind of it's hey, a summer I play league college baseball, but in between the summer, I'm going to play. So the, the general league. manager is probably a part time guy. And that's, probably. But the thing is, the thing about that internship is, whoever wrote that is a, is a tool for this reason: have more than one intern. 
Have a guy that wants to be in radio. Have a yeah. guy girl wants to be radio. Guy girl that wants to be in PR. Guy girl that wants to uh, yeah, to do digital. Five internships. I'm okay with it yeah. being unpaid if you split it amongst at least five people. Yeah. yeah. Have someone do like some. I saw someone tweet like you should you should never do play by play for free. Okay. Well. Okay. Go, uh, go no. look at go look no. at how many play by play. Look, I think in a perfect world you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, it's not perfect, and you're wrong. I applied for play by play things too, um, and they're just. I mean, at the professional level, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like you shouldn't do. You're not doing Blue Jays like, games. Yeah, yeah probably like do collegiate summer baseball for free. Play by play. Yeah, like you Buffalo know? Bison, something like that. You should be paid for yeah. Marley's. You should. But if you're if you're doing the, the OHL, you should be paid. What is it? The Reading Wildcats or whatever the the double A team for the Jays is. Oh, I don't uh, even like know. New Hampshire Fisher. Cats. Yeah, it's the Fisher Cats. Um, and I know that because I'll play MLB the Show and I always make my way up to the ranks. Yeah. Uh, Fisher Cats. Um, I still haven't played that. It's a great game. Um, uh, the uh, the thing is, the That's thing at least is, five jobs. You have to. Tom Cheek, who was the uh, Blue Jays announcer for, I want to say, 37 years, 40 years, something was, like that. However long the team was, and then he passed. Over 4,100 games? Yes, like a crazy amount. Mm. Uh, Tom Cheek started by going to baseball games in his neighborhood and recording himself because he'd sit in the stands and he'd call the game by himself. And he'd sit there with a recorder. And you think about that 40 years ago. To have a recorder, it was tape. And also imagine what a psycho he must have looked like to other people yeah. in the stands. But he did yeah. it. He did that. There is a value to doing things for free. My internship totally. was totally. eight months, six days a week. If you can afford it. If you can afford like, it. And another another argument I've heard is not everyone can afford to do that. No, and, then, and that's, know, that's fair. True. That is true. That is fair. But I, I think if you if you can, I think there's got to be a, a good balance. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Press releases, initiatives, like that's almost a full job right there. Dude, coordinating team travel. You're you're doing travel for a fucking baseball team. Yeah, no, that's nuts. You're, you're, like, you're, booking, tra- you're booking buses? Are you and kidding restaurants, me? And restaurants, hotels? Yeah. No. 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 That's and then, and then getting orders, room assignment, that is a full-time job right That's there. That's person. a job. Yeah. That's a job. Or seasonal, I guess, because it's a it's a baseball team and it's not like they need it all year. That's it. That's at very least one Whoever, seasonal who, job. I think it was the general manager who probably put that out. That general manager, it's what do you do? <laughs> Nothing, apparently. Like, can you trade in, in that sort in a summer league division? Probably not. Uh, no. No, a collegiate? No. So yeah, no, so uh, what are you doing, GM? There's only 14 position players and like a dozen pitchers okay. on the team. So this is a GM that doesn't yeah. want to do any stuff. The, bro- the broadcast crew, I mean, for five hours a game day, like throw them at least fifty bucks a game, something like that. But like, they ma- don't make it like like no. The point is, is if you like, don't have the money, which they fed pro- and pay for the Steve, travel, they probably don't have the money for that. And I and fifty I, bucks a game, Steve. Okay, I I I can almost guarantee that margins are that tight. I'm I'm sure right. of it because this is a summer league nothing team. Then don't have all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then don't have it all. I got uh, when I was the Steelheads in arena host. I got thirty bucks a game. Yep, which twenty bucks was gas because they play in Mississauga. Yep, but you did it. But I did it. But I, you know what? They didn't have to give me that thirty bucks. But I really appreciated that they were like, "Here's mm-hmm. at least getting you here and back." You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's at least getting you here and, and no, back. As an intern, like the smallest kindness. You got to appreciate every time I, I see Jack Armstrong on TV calling Raptors games, I'm like, fucking yeah, Jack Armstrong. Because he was the nicest human being. The nicest human being. I've heard nothing mentioned. but great things. Always offered it. He would offer to not not just like buy coffees. Like, let me let me buy you, let me buy you lunch. Let me buy you a foot long sub. And I would turn it down. And when I turned it down, he was like, like he looked like so heartbroken. Like I almost wanted to accept it, like to make him feel better. <laughs> 
Like I, he, he wants to appreciate help. those kindnesses. Well, we like, this we, is ridiculous. That's it's a crazy this crazy interesting. How many people do you think they draw a game last season? Oh fuck, fifteen twenty. <laughs> where, where is this? Uh, do Madison Maller? Is it Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Oh, that's uh, a decently sized town. 50, 60 people? 15, 16. No, 50, 60. 10 to 70 people. <laughs> 6,000 people a game. Wow. Oh, okay. So they're, whoa, whoa, whoa. Charge them two bucks? They're making some money there. Plus, plus the oh, ad in the outfield. fucking guys. No, that's, that's horseshit. They're making that's money. 6,300. So another thing, like if you're the person who put this job out there, forget the fact that it's unfair. You, there's no human being that could possibly do a good job at that. No, no. Couldn't possibly. They're going to be distracted calling the games because they're going to be booking hotels the whole time. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. So anyway, I, th- I felt like I had to bring that up because we beat that drum pretty hard. D- look, maybe do an internship for free. And maybe do it for six months. And maybe do it for six months. Do not be taken advantage of. That's ridiculous. Yep. That and is absolutely ridiculous. You'll, you'll know. You'll know. And traveling? Like, how far do they travel? Uh, well, wow, that's a good question too. Who that's, knows? No, that's I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Drawing six thousand people—that's that's better than some Jays games in recent years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like <laughs> that's pretty good, man. No, and the and the Marlies pay like their whole crew, and that, yeah. that's about an average regular season Marlies game. Maybe even maybe even good. Do you want to do the second question? Yeah, sorry about that. No, I just I felt because a few people tweeted that at me, and yeah, I just yeah. I felt a responsible. Like, look. Nobody's suggesting, nobody is suggesting that that we suggested that. No, I know that. Right? But I just felt like I should. That should have been a question. Look. Nobody was suggesting that that's what we were condoning, correct? I interned for, no. But I interned for free for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I decided, I was like, I am willing to sacrifice this much. No one should be willing that you're sacrificing six months of your life. Like, like forget hanging out with friends and partying. You're never going to, you're not even going to see your parents. (laughs) For fuck's sake. Adam. Yo, this question is for you. It's from Rogue underscore Baser. Rogue Baser. How do Adam's friends feel when a podcast listener randomly joins their Battlefront game? <laughs> so, so here's what happened. I was playing. I was playing. A story. Here. I didn't know you could do this, um, but apparently, you could join someone's party. Um, on PS4 without them accepting you. Oh, yeah. You just hop in. Oh, yeah. No, Which is ridiculous. I learned, I learned that the hard way. That not that the stupidest thing? That's I think, about I, I the think dumbest Xbox thing. is the same. Now, yeah, he happened to be great. Bush BR 89 I played with him last night. Yeah. He, he happened to be a really nice guy. I played with him last night. But I was, I was kind of taken aback. It was a little bit forward. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and, my, and my friends were like, what the hell is going on here? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking that... Um, we're gonna have to figure something out there. Like, no, no, there's settings you can change. You can? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. No, no, because like, I mean, no offense, but like, I want to listen. Not, not to sound cocky, but like, I would just get people talking in my ear like every two seconds. Dad, dad, dad! <laughs> Dangle, play was, Michelle. We were playing. Fuck! We were playing, and I was like, "Thank God this guy is a good guy." Oh yeah, because. Honestly, had he been some crazy dude, I would have been like, my friends would have been like, what the hell is the matter with you? And we're never playing with you again. Uh, but they were all like, wow, he was 
that was cool. What? What? How, how did that happen? And because none of us knew that that was a thing, so he happened to be great. But that's what happened, man. It's the craziest thing. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, whatever. I, I, I've been wanting to play. The thing is, is that I haven't a lot of a lot of time to play our listeners at anything recently. So I'm, I would like to jump on and, and start doing that a little bit more often. Samezies. Yeah. Life's busy, man. Life is. It gets busy. really freaking busy. Um, in honor of. First overall pick, we should mimico Austin Matthews' name for waffles or bust. Austin Mathman. Austin Mathman. Austin Mathman. By the way, is he Austin though? If if Austin Matthews is in town, is it no longer Marn's Barn? I mean, and by the way, you hated that the first time I brought it up. I love that I now you're considering do. it. Still <laughs> People still tweet it at me whenever they. Who, who's the biggest star on the team? Marner, Nylander. Or Matthews. Ooh. Or Riley. Or Kadri. Well, it won't be Kadri. No. <laughs> Riley could be. Um, I feel like you... Don't you almost feel relieved that Matthews is going to take some pressure off? Nylander? Of the, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is... Well, the, and Marner. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Marner. Like, because Marner was going to have a ton of pressure put on him next season. And well, now people are like, distracted by shiny thing. <laughs> I know. And you got guys like me going, he needs to have the best off season of anyone in the Leafs organization. He does. He said that. Lou I, Lamarello I said that. Said that. Meant it. I still mean it. Lou Lamarello said the same well, thing. Well, there you go. <laughs> and that's the most outstanding player in the OHL this year, by the way. Oh, did he win? He won. He won, and he's currently at like two points a game in the OHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think heading into the final. Who's the biggest star on the team? I think it's going to be Austin Matthews if it's Austin Matthews. Um, and I, I could be wrong, but I, I think that they're saying that, I mean, I don't know what is said. I don't know what Nylander's comparables are. All I know is they're expecting Nylander to be a great player. They're saying <laughs> sorry, that Austin sorry. Matthews is not Connor McDavid level. I don't know how you make that comparison. Andy Maitman. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Because Austin is ridiculous. That's the point. So I feel like they would go with the next simple Andy? name. No. Andy Maitman. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah bro. No, out of here. It's Austin Mathman. Fine. Austin Mathman? Hmm. All right. See? See? Let, it doesn't fit. We'll, we'll let the Twitter universe decide. We'll figure this out. Yeah. We'll figure this the out. The Twitterverse? The Twitterverse. <laughs> the internets? The internets. Uh, Rafflecopter. Oh, come on, interpeeps. Uh, Rafflecopter goes soy, soy, soy <laughs> for some reason. I don't get oh this. Um, is Riley <laughs> also, I'm going to feed Steve Dangle's hand to him. Like the con- and decapitate him, <laughs> yeah. according to the <laughs> You guys have messed up? There's some messed up comments. Oh, yeah. That's, that's something fun. Go back into Steve's old videos and pick out the most messed up comment for that you can pick oh, out. dude, like on Sportsnet's <laughs> Facebook page, I see comments all the time where I'm like, I'm fairly certain I can turn this over to the police. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's um, is Riley up. captain of the team in two years? Or uh, one year? Depends on what he does next year. Yeah, I don't think they have a guy in mind. Yeah. I really don't. I think it's Riley's to win. I wouldn't say it's Riley's to lose. I think if if Riley right now would be the lead candidate. Yeah. Uh, but Riley's also got a show, and I don't know. I don't know what the dressing room dynamic is. I honestly have no uh, idea. Me neither. So, but he'll have to show um, that he's a leader, and he'll have to get these young guys behind him. What I love about this twenty-two-year-old will have to get the young guys behind him. Yeah, but he's you, younger you, than Zach Hyman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I love about this though is that they are not going. Well, Austin Matthews is going to come to town, and in a year he'll be captain, mm-hmm. like they're doing in Edmonton. Dude, totally. I mean, McDavid is next level, though. Like he probably. But we don't know. Be. That, this is the thing. <laughs> this was the thing that kills me is that they're they're already comparing Austin Matthews to somebody. Well, you don't. That's, that's what, what happens. You, do. every you just don't. But no, but you just don't know. You don't know. 
in terms of like you don't know what level he's going to be at what if he is at a jack eichel level apparently jack eichel couldn't carry his skates to the rink according <sighs> to uh, one scout who spoke to someone i don't even remember who someone said that supposedly <laughs> Which, I mean, come the fuck on. Like, John wow. Michael's amazing, dude. Whatever. Steve, I don't and think you settled on a player. Uh, who's going to be captain? Was that who's the question? Who's going to be best player on the team? Best player Face on the team. franchise. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Riley. God, hard to, hard to not say Nylander, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, really? It is. He's so good. And you know what? And he looks For great. As, as good as Matthews was in Europe, he'd, you got to do it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is different. It's different. So It's uh, different. It's different. Although... I have to say, in a similar league, Nylander kicked booty and then came over and kicked booty. Um, you know, Liga and, and, and Sweden, pretty pretty close, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The Finnish league is not, it's not quite there. Uh, I thought he was playing Swiss. Oh, Matthews? Yeah, I don't know. He was playing Swiss. Sorry, I thought you were, t- I don't know why I, I thought you were talking about Finland. Uh, let me throw it out there. Devil's Advocate. I'm going to say Morgan Riley. He almost, I Almost or did, I can't remember. Almost got 40 points as a defender on that hunk of shit last year. And by the way... 30th place hunk of shit. And and Kadri got 45 and he was the team leader. And he missed a little bit of time. Yeah, but no, but... but oh, no, I, no, I, no, I'm no. helping you here. Oh, I, oh, 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 oh. I see I'm what you're saying. I'm not bashing Kadri. I see what you're saying. I know you're used I to that. I Kadri's a piece of shit. What I, what I think is Kadri can't carry a skates to the ring. Wow. Am I right? Wow. Sorry, this, <laughs> this coffee was finished a while ago. <laughs> No, uh, as a defender, he did what he did last year on a 30th place team. Imagine when he's feeding the puck up ice, no offense, to not Michael Grabner. Or not Leo Komarov on the first line. Like, God bless Leo Komarov. I I don't necessarily want to see him on my first line, man. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He, he, held, he held it for a while. He really did. But, dude, imagine. Forget Stamkos, okay? Forget it. You're feeding the puck to JVR. You're Which is great. You're feeding the puck to Kadri. You're feeding the puck to Matthews. You're feeding the puck to Nylander. You're feeding the puck to Soshnikov. Marner. You're feeding the puck to Soshnikov. Connor Brown. You're feeding the puck to Connor. Brooks Light. Brooks Light. Milan Mahalik. <laughs> Jared Cowan Cow- to Milan Mahalik. Marley's got me so excited, man. Yeah. Dude, Tobias, Lind- uh, Tobias Lindbergh hasn't even been in the lineup. Like, for the last two games. Well, and Healthy that's scratch. this is the thing is that at next year people are like, well, the Marlies will fall off. Don't think so. Well, I mean, in that they won't score 114 points. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, but they're still going to be a pretty damn good team. I think they'll still be pretty good. And like Andreas Johnson, at one point I thought would have made the Leafs out of camp. I think they might send him down to the Marlies for a little bit. And like, what a huge addition that'll be. Andrew Nielsen could play junior or could play AHL next year. Like, oh, holy shit. I'm trying not to it, get too ahead of myself. It would get to the, uh, you, God, your hope is that you God, get to, it's looking good. you hope that you get to the point where your, your minor league team is so good that teams come and go, here's an NHL player for that minor league player. <laughs> or an NHL pick or whatever it is the least one at that particular time. One thing I will say that uh, I'm not sure Kyle Dubas quite did a, as much of as I was really implied before the season. He wanted to use um, the Orlando Orlando Solar Bears a little more, the ECHL team. He did use it, but it was mostly with guys on... Uh, well, not... He sent Garrett, Garrett Sparks down to get some yeah, time. Yeah, but like, it was mostly guys like... Colomatis, like guys who 
you know, aren't even on an NHL contract and it doesn't look like they're going to get an NHL contract. Like, I would like to see if there isn't enough room for a prospect, you let them go down there, play on the first line and completely tear it up until the point where it's obvious that it's stupid to have them down there and then you call them up. You know what I mean? Because it feels like the Marlies are carrying like 40 or 50 guys right now and they just cut a bunch of guys from their tryout contracts. So they still have like over 40 players and they cut people. <laughs> like they're they're thick, man. They they're a, they're a deep team. I don't see the Leafs making a lot of moves this offseason. I really don't. Mm. I don't think I don't, you, know. I don't think they need to. Saying Stamkos, how the hell can they afford him? Yeah, can they how? put him on how? How? Like even if you throw Lupul on Robida Island. I don't I don't think that they can. I think the I Leafs have I, I don't think you've considered the fact that they are paying Mahalik um, and they are paying Colin Greening, uh, Colin Greening, and they are paying Brooks. Like, I mean, together, isn't that like ten million dollars in salary? Mahalik's over four. Like, I think is four, four and a half, five. And Greening's got to be- go through this year. No, Stalock's done. He's done. Okay, he's done. And Rafi Torres is done. And all- Rafi Torres is done. Like, if you look at general manager right now, it's really confusing. Mm-hmm. I looked at it yesterday, but. Um, there's there's a lot going on because I don't think general manager takes into account that Horton won't be on the books. Roby Dot probably won't be on the books. Loophole. Likely. Have no idea about loophole. D- dude, you think you know what the Leafs are going to look like next year? No, no idea. You have no idea. Neither do I. I just said all that stuff. Oh, imagine Riley feeding this guy, that guy, that guy. You have no idea. Two final things. King Lochner, 16, points this out. If what Matthews was born 48 hours earlier, he would have been a pick in 2015. Oh. oh. What does that draft look like? That's also good about Austin Matthews. He's older. Of, yeah. He's more developed. Does he go ahead of Michael? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. But imagine then. Wow. Imagine then a draft. He fall to us instead of Marner. Maybe. We probably would have had him. He would have been ahead of Strom. Because Mm. that would make the draft then, if you say he's probably not Eichel, that would make the draft McDavid, Eichel, (laughs) Matthews, uh, Dylan Strom, Mitch Marner. Marner goes. Would you fifth. have taken Strom over Marner? Marner. In retrospect, now I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I mean, not that hindsight twenty twenty. I mean, look at the season Marner's had. On probably a better team, though. But I think he's motivated. Not that Dylan Strom is not. Please don't Arizona fans. Please, uh, Dylan Strom is going to be a fantastic hockey player. Just a, that's a toss up. It's a hard one to take. I'm going to go with Marner because I'm partial to him because he's a Leaf. And by the way, that's going to start up next year too. Mm-hmm. Forget the Matthews versus whoever. It's going to be Marner versus Strom. Yep. Because I bet Strom makes the hey, Coyotes and is, Marner it, makes the Leafs. Isn't it great that we have a Leaf that's in one versus another? <laughs> These conversations. <laughs> this has never happened unless it's Phil. Not disparagingly. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Anyway, we should probably wrap it up. One final thing. Oh, oh, yep. Any comments on Kessel signing in New York, becoming the highest paid player in the league? Oh, Amanda Kessel. Uh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and and somebody was saying like she got what is it twenty six thousand yeah. dollars? People are like, it's a shame what they pay uh, female hockey players. We have to understand in this particular situation is this is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for a fledgling league for a league that doesn't make money. Yeah, and, well, so, and for a league that they have a salary cap, guys. Yeah. yeah, they have a salary cap. So it's a twenty six thousand dollars is a huge amount of money to give a team. Tremendous a compliment player. to her. Uh, it's great. It's great publicity. It's great for the league. It's great that her name. It you know what? It helps that her name's Kessel too. Mm-hmm. It, it does help because you've got superstar in the NHL, superstar in in uh, in the women's league, and it's like that is that is fantastic for, for like marketing purposes. Name, I mean, but she was the 
crown jewel. Like she was the big get. Oh, for sure. The, and the, and, the big listen, get. And like there was there was talk about her maybe going to the CWHL in the end. That's, that's not what, what I'm saying though. Is I think it's super. I think it's really cool that you know her and Phil can do endorsement deals together. They can do that. Would be cool. And, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that would be cool. Like, that's it made the, news. Yeah, that she that's signed. that's the key. That's progress, and that's where we need to be going. And I think it's. I think it, what I mean is that no matter what, she'd have made this money. No matter what. Because she's that good. But because her last name's Kessel, boom, marketing-wise, you got to just, from a purely marketing perspective, that's also an amazing opportunity. And just just from her perspective, I mean, it's amazing that she came back to playing hockey this season at all. Oh, my God. she was supposed to miss the whole thing because of a concussion. I'm, I'm not actually sure how she sustained it, but, uh, you know, big comeback. Big, and big payday, all things considered. And who knows what her salary will be next year because you're going to have advertisers that are now interested. Right, you can yeah, now sell huge. it, mm-hmm. and that's the point. You got to if you can sell the sponsorships, yeah. you can pay the players. It's good news for like, <laughs> I mean, if you're one of the if you're a player on any of the other teams in the league, part of you goes, "Damn it, now I have to play Amanda Kessel." However, Amanda Kessel is probably going to make money for this league, which makes money for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's like when Wayne Gretzky was making eight million dollars in 1991. <laughs> right, you know, it, but it. it Gave everyone else a raise. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's good news for whoever outscores Amanda Kessel, if they can. If they can. Hey, I deserve Amanda Kessel money. It's, Man, it's all just, she's going to be so much. It's going to be this. It's, it's going to be so dynamic. much fun to watch. Ah, excited. Anyway, very interesting. Very shout out interesting. everyone who donated to our Pave the Way. Oh, can you? Uh, yeah, can we're you the finish? top team right now. And Jesse is the only one who actually blew his uh, his account. Well, out of my the my fundraising goal is lower than yours. So oh, yeah, wait. mine's a thousand. Mine is I, also I think a thousand. Like five hundred guys, help me out. Yeah, mine can you can you help 69. me out too? Sixty <laughs> nine. Yours was six hundred ninety. The six six hundred ninety dollars. Come on. That's funny. Dude, that's like, you know how much money I raised for uh, the CN Tower Walk? Because I could have been like, everyone give me $20. And some people might have been like, eh, eh. But I told people to donate $19.67. And a lot of people donated just that. That's amazing. They didn't round up to 20 I like that. I liked it too. Here's what I would like. I would like you to donate $26,000 to me. Uh, you know, because Steve did nineteen sixty-seven. How about we say twenty-six thousand each of us? We need to everybody donate twenty-six thousand dollars. Adam's already on the CWHL bandwagon. Let's steal Amanda Kessel and get her to play for the Furies. Into it. There you go. Let's do it. I'd like that. Do you, do you think another Kessel would come to Toronto? Ah. Probably not, right? Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, we'll get her to sign <laughs> Raffle copter. Ah! Oh, Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.